Welcome in everyone to episode 138 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, soon-to-be non-Australian Anacor. And I see you oh. haven't packed at all. Yeah, I haven't packed at all. I can't lie. But it's <laughs> you leave in two days? <laughs> I have two days, yeah. I need okay. to start packing today. What I've are you going to do with this couch? Cases. I'm going to leave it here. So, okay. So, okay. Oh, I don't want to be too loud for this, yeah. But... What you um, got? You got people have, listening through your walls? What's going on? I don't know. What just in case. About? But um, I have like two months left on my lease. Yeah. Okay. Um, two months. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're a sublet. Because like, yeah, yeah. Because oh, your like, visa. No, no, no. It was. It was I'm just sure that's it was, like, a, a out of contract in a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you keep what, whispering. What are you gonna do, bro? <laughs> Wash it. Your landlord do? is a dedicated <laughs> fan of the podcast. Aka <laughs> <laughs> Twelve Trapper. What are you gonna do? Well, by then I'll be gone. So yeah. By the time it's published. It's fine. So yeah, literally <laughs> anything I just don't want, I'm just gonna leave it here. Uh, I, although actually, no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock on next door neighbor. And the thing is, I was like, okay, I'm gonna knock on next door neighbor. The first question I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna be like, like casually, I'm gonna be like, hey, do you know like, do you know our landlord? Just like, you know, I got some questions to ask them, yeah, just to scout out in case the landlord's like their dad or something, yeah. And then if they say yes, oh, okay. then I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe I'll. But what if what if it is a dad? They don't say it's my dad. <laughs> like, if, yeah, if it is, then I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, I got some. But well, what if they don't say it's my dad? If if it is their dad, but they don't say it. No, no, but but if I, if I'm like, oh, you know the landlord, yeah, and they're like, yeah, yeah, I do, then I'll be like, you know what? That's fine. We don't need. To You're not going to ask it, okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. but if if they don't know the landlord, then I'll just be like, yo, if you want to take anything, just go go for it. Um, all right. Yeah. What's your backup plan if your neighbor doesn't want all your crap? Like, I don't understand. No, no, I'm just going to leave it here otherwise, isn't it? What? You won't get charged? Like, I mean, I ain't here, so. Oh, <laughs> good <my> luck. Gosh. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> this guy just going to trash wow. the place and leave. <laughs> I mean, you know what? If anything, yeah, like, this place was unfurnished before, so. It's furnished now. I mean, you better hope that it's not just your current landlord who's not a PVP listener here, but not your next landlord is yeah. not going to be a PVP listener. <laughs> Don't they like, like yeah, no, just that last place? <laughs> connected to like a bank account or something? Like, can't they charge nah. you after the fact? No. Oh, no. you just they pay my bond, cash? Yeah. So I was like, whatever, it? Like, you don't want the deposit yeah. back? Well, I ain't going to get it back, am I? So, <laughs> well, not if you leave two months early and leave all your stuff behind. Yeah. yeah the, alter- the alternative was having to find someone else to take this. Yeah. And in the time just frame, mess- it was post like, really it, like online, be like, hey, anyone want this for free? Just Bro, pick like, it up I this day. I don't have any time. Do I look like I have time? I- oh, what? To pick up stuff? Oh, no, no. I'm not going to get bond back regardless because I'm two months early. And- so, no, just have people I find come and pick up like the flat. day before you leave. No, unless I get someone to take the flat, then I won't get my bond back. No, no, no not about the bond, your furniture. I don't want it. I know. Oh, what, have... you're saying sell it? <laughs> yeah, or oh, you could just, just say someone pick it up for free. Like, come well, by my place. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. That's just a anyway. for me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I feel like this guy was born yesterday. Anyway, today we have a fantastic guest today. We have Amanda Lumberger on as her wonderful guest for today's episode. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm doing well. I'm, this was a very uh, fascinating insight into uh, Anacor's mind here. So, <laughs> yeah, it makes it scramble. It makes no sense, which is why he's making these okay, bets. Let, with let me. me just say, <laughs> what, what is the benefit for me to give my shit away for free? While well, I'm you could you could just packing. say you could literally just be like. Take all this stuff for for five bucks or something like that. Ten bucks, right. whatever. You just got to come and pick it up. That's not worth just it. Just so you could get rid of it and you could vacuum and then... 
And then what? I, I ain't getting the bomb back regardless. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I guess like I live in places where they charge you if you just don't leave this if you leave yeah, stuff yeah, behind. Yeah, I don't so. think they can do that to be safe. Well, if they don't have any of your bank account info, then he's golden. They got your info. Like, what if you end up on like a like a watch list on Australia? Every time you come back yeah, in, be like, "Yo, you can make, you left all this stuff." Uh, anyway. well, I would like to come back in the future. I was thinking like next year, Melbourne Regional, like little holiday things. So yeah, you should try to, to you should try to rent out the same apartment complex. <laughs> Yo, you remember me a year ago? Is my first year still here? I kind of still need it. Yeah, I kind of still need it. Uh, anyway, uh, like I said, we have wonderful guest Amanda Lumberger in today. Um. Let's learn a little bit about you. For those that don't know, which is wild, I feel like everyone listening to this do, do know. But for those that don't know, Amanda is uh, obviously plays PvP, but also a content creator and then uh, world-renowned shoutcaster as well and shoutcaster for the Dortmund Regional recently too. So we'll talk more about that. But I'm just curious about your start into Pokemon in general. Like when, when did you even get into it? Did, were, you, were, were you one of those people that got into Pokemon from Pokemon Go or like- Yeah, you, yeah, everyone's giving me crap really? about that because I never played any <laughs> Pokemon game growing up. I never like uh, watched the shows or anything like that. It was just because it was a mobile game and some of my friends were like, you have to download it because it was like the big thing in 2016. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then I was the only one who kept playing as well. Also because <laughs> I'm on Team Mystic, but I think I would have been on Team Instant at the beginning because I, I like the color yellow more but everyone's like no no you got to be on mystic because you're on my team and of course now it's yeah. too late now i have some loyalty mystic misses the basic team in my opinion hey. but oh oh hmm. you're mystic too right this all makes sense i'll check it out <laughs> you know, i give respect for everyone that's team mystic because i feel like no one's favorite color is really yellow i mean there might be some hey. right? is your favorite color yellow yeah 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 wait it is yeah you're like that's the first person I met that favorite color is yellow, like, yeah. right? Have you met someone that's favorite color is yellow, Anacorn? Uh, to be fair, but it's I like don't a very really specific yellow. Colors, but... What kind of yellow? It's like that mustard yellow, kind of like almost an orangey yeah, was, color. I was gonna say it's uh. not even the nice yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking like the yellow Starburst yellow, but she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, if you leave the mustard out on the table too long, it turns into this color. Oh, perfect. That's that's this perfect if you color. Leave anything out for too long. Wait, what? Why is that your favorite color? I don't understand. I don't that's know. Like... I mean, that that's a generic question of anything. Why is something your favorite? Anything? It's just yeah, aesthetically it's pleasing to you, or you like it for some reason. Well, I don't have a favorite color, so I never understand. All right, okay. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. What's your favorite color, Anacor? Blue. Yeah, but also <laughs> like I said, basic. Just saying, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand that. Now that now that you put There's it in that to context, but shades of blue. Oh, okay. What is it? Sky blue. Must, what is it? Blue? What, yeah. What? what blue? Oh, yeah, it's sky blue. It's sky blue. That's, that's even more basic. You might as well just been regular blue. Sky blue is like as basic as it goes. <laughs> that's like the only type of color where you get more specific and gets more basic as it goes along. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty disappointed that you guessed that because uh... <laughs> yeah, you, you thought you got me out, Red. Yeah, no, not the case. Uh... Interesting. Okay, well, that's that's why. Anyway, but most people's favorite color is not yellow, so I feel like if they're picking instinct, they're they're definitely going hard mode. I I picked I picked Valor, but uh, yeah, that also seems basic. basic to me though. Yeah, it's more, I mean? it's, like, than, oh, red, it's more basic than it's more basic than yellow. Yeah, I'm a bully. Yeah, well, that fits, yeah. If we're basic, yeah, Caleb's a bully. Oh, I'm going to pick red. Uh, I just picked it because in the initial message, it said 
they value Pokemon that are stronger or something like that. So I thought if you pick a team, it gets like certain attributes. I was like, oh, I want my Pokemon to be stronger for sure, right? Oh, okay. That's but, wild uh, that you read that message. I did. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Well, what was your starter Pokemon? Did you do the secret thing for the Pikachu or did you? No, go with I didn't even. Basic? I didn't even know there was a secret thing because I started playing like maybe two days in, so I don't know if oh, it was okay. like well known that there was a secret thing. Uh, mine's just Charmander. Yeah, I think I usually defaulted to Charmander or something when I was younger as well. I, actually, I don't talking know. Talking about basic for the last few minutes, yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, what well, what what starter did you pick? Squirtle. Me too. <laughs> yeah, but that's because <laughs> yeah, you're, done, no, your favorite Pokemon is blue. That's why. <laughs> no other reason. <laughs> your favorite Pokemon's Mudkip, right, or Swampert. Yeah, like yeah. that's basic. <laughs> There's no culture behind that. You just picked it because it's good at oh, PvP. If you if you ask anyone in the world yeah like name uh-huh. a pokemon the two pokemon they're gonna name pikachu and charizard yeah yeah but that's not my favorite pokemon though i can't pick my favorite pokemon to start out though fair enough yeah maybe you're just like a really indecisive person caleb you don't have a favorite color no, no, you I don't do, have I do a have favorite a, pokemon no, I, have a, I have a favorite pokemon and i okay. do have a i just don't have a favorite color because i i just i mean i used to as a kid but like now I just like I have no re I don't know I don't you have any out of rationale to yeah I don't have any rationale to gravitate towards it. Uh, my favorite Pokemon is Gyarados though. Wait, what's your favorite Pokemon? Sableye. Okay, Save. that's fair. I, especially as a Pokemon Go player too. Wait, what was yeah. your favorite Pokemon before Sableye even came out in Pokemon Go? Uh, Growlithe maybe because it was really cute. Mm. Okay. okay, I fair. went through the stage where I didn't want to evolve. The Pokemon because they got uglier. Like the more you evolve them, like I think Bulbasaur is like the perfect example of that. When I saw Venusaur, I was like, yeah. "Ew, what is that?" There's, a, you're right. I think most things get uglier. I mean, even Char Charizard. Like, I mean, it's not like yeah, but Charizard like, looks like it's cool. Just... It looks fierce, you know. I don't know. Venusaur just kind of. I mean, I have no. Melodic is a good example of not. Hey, not that's true. That, that yeah. one looks good. Yeah, Gyarados as well, I guess. That one looks way yeah. cooler than Magikarp. Cool. It doesn't look any better, but like prettier, <laughs> but it does look, yeah. Um, anyway, enough about aesthetics here. So you got into Pokemon Go from in 2016. You just like never stop until BP came out essentially or? Yeah, basically. Uh, I remember like when Sylph first came out, but I, since I had no Pokemon like background really, I yeah. was trying to choose like a team of six to use in like the very first uh, tournament. And I remember I was the only person in the tournament. It was Boulder Cup uh-huh. uh, that didn't use two like two skarmories and two metachamps or whatever like i i tried to use six individual pokemon but okay. i didn't know typings really so i had like written down on like little pieces of paper like <laughs> which pokemon should probably beat the other ones and i was like i came in there was like five of us and i was like oh yeah okay i don't know any of these people but i think i'll do a pretty good job and then yeah. this guy i don't know if you know him in the community his name is kev Killerka, and he, for Belgium, i did i'm friends with him yeah, yeah he, he was yeah. like so good at the time and when he was playing i think in the first self season he was one of the very few that hit like the the very very highest ranking and he comes in on this like wheelie one like a mono wheel with like wearing a magic carp hat and i was like yeah that guy's gonna <laughs> win the tournament <laughs> a mono like a unicycle or like no, it was it, electric like power an electric one yeah but it was like a what? i don't know what they're called but it's like they're a motorized one wheel that you stand on yeah yeah, yeah. i've seen yeah. them before so he what like strolls yeah, into this kinda... venue with his big magic car pad and jumps off of one of these things and i was like yeah that guy's gonna win how far did he ride that thing like i feel like if he's a couple like miles away that's got to be like a yeah, yeah i ride. think it was but he uh, he lived in uh antwerp where i live at the time as well oh. so it wasn't that far for him gotcha 
But then after that, like we kind of became friends. And so like every day during my lunch hour at work, like we would just be like, okay, let's do Boulder Cup. And then the next, the you know, when multiple cups came out. And yeah. so I just got annihilated like almost every single time. But then I was like, slowly I saw myself getting better and sometimes beating him and like figuring out the different strategies that he was using. I was like, oh, this is like a lot of yeah. fun. Wait, does he still play? No, not really. Oh, man. He, he actually started up with, uh, I think, with Zion, the Flash servers for everyone. So he was like one of the original oh. creators of that. Oh, okay. You know what he also is a creator of? Uh, Word on Tree is he also popularized, maybe not popularized, but he was like one of the first people to run double shadow razor leaf teams. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I think he ran a Bastion double shadow razor leaf like pretty early on. It's like a contention between him and like one or two other people back in the day that were running this too. I think he had um, suggested it originally to Wallower and like uh, Wallower like ran it in some things and also got it kind of popularized. But yeah, yeah. I think for, for me personally, and I think for a lot of Belgians, yeah, it was Kev Killer who did that. And then he would also give us like the little like break points and stuff too, because he's like, no, no, Shadow Victory Bell can beat Registeel. Like you just got to stay in, you got to two shield this. And that, <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, double Shadow Razor Leaf and uh, Bastion, nothing really beats it. So he, he didn't find a way around Registeel somehow. Yeah, Wallower, I think, was running the Deoxys Defense Shadow Victory Bell. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what Bastion it was. online. So it was a little bit different. Yeah, I remember at one point in time, I was trying to pinpoint who exactly created the double Razor Leaf line. It's beating him and like, someone else um but i think like it just came about around the same time too but anyway uh old school name yeah, uh, wait so before you even got into pokemon go did you like you did not know anything about pokemon or like no you, I like, really, did you even have a life i was like no barely i really <laughs> i i knew nothing about pokemon i didn't play wow. the anything with it but Wait, did they not have this? Okay, so so spoiler, uh, Amanda grew up in Iowa, right? Did they yeah. not have any Pokemon in Iowa? I don't. No, they had, they did. I just wasn't like super interested in it. I wasn't. Mm. I was never really a gamer myself too much, and gotcha. so I was just like other things had my interest. But since it was on the phone, and I'm addicted to my phone, that was pretty easy swap yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Have you okay. played other Pokemon games since? Like since you've gone into Ooh, other I have learned how to play the card game. So, okay. because I do like, I do like, I like Magic the Gathering. Like, I know how to play that. Oh, and so, I used to play Magic a lot as a kid. Yeah, I got kind of addicted to it for a while. But uh, I, had so I was like, oh, deck. this is an easy, like, transition. So I learned how to play it. But I I don't know, like, the, the nuances of any of the decks or anything like that. I yeah. played Unite for a, a while as well. Um, and I have on loan Pokemon Black and White from one of the VG Ooh. casters. But mm -hmm. I haven't gotten around to playing it yet. Okay. No, so I'm Scarlet slowly Violet? dabbling in all the other ones, but uh, yeah, none yeah. of them really have my heart. Wait, so no Scarlet or Violet yet? No. Which okay. one? Which one would you recommend? Everyone's saying that not everyone. I mean, like, it's kind of a mm. mixed opinion. But uh, Ben Karyako, the guy who gave me it, said Black and White's the best uh, Pokemon game. Do you know what? This is going to be based on how old people are. I think a lot of the time, because Black and White, right, is I think it's people who are like maybe like three years younger than me would have mm -hmm. played that growing up. And then they're just like, yeah, this is like 100% the best game in it. I'm guessing Caleb will probably tell you Gen 2. Uh, well, here's the thing. So I only played Red, Blue, Yellow, and Silver, and then Scarlet. So I like took a big hiatus after like playing Gen 2 Silver. So I haven't played any of the other games. So I actually, actually don't know. I honestly, like, so I played Scarlet and... I feel like these days the games are just too like advanced. 
you know like i i miss the 2d yeah i miss the 2d like you're just going around the world by yourself like you can't really divert from surpass you're just going from like a like a two by two pixel like blocks right pathway and just explore like there's like something nostalgic about now just like oh there's like this pokemon here you can see him on the field just running to like 100 or so like it's like, like the grind just like so quick like whereas before you're like walking this grass path trying to find something you can't find anything forever right uh, i don't know it's just uh i kind of miss the old days where it was a little bit more simpler <laughs> but... but was there still like a good storyline in them or was it really just kind of like yeah go and nah, explore nah. to be fair the storylines most of the time are pretty banging for like for how simple the game it's not simple i guess but like you know for what you're explaining like you know 2d tile by tile kind of game yeah the storyline's actually really good I, I don't so. actually remember the storyline much as a kid when I was playing it, but I think the storyline for Scarlet Violet is actually not too bad, especially yeah. the end. Yeah. The like last like five percent. I haven't played the DLC content yet. The last five percent, really, really good. The first like ninety something percent, you're just like, what am I doing? Like they make you go to school and everything. I'm like, I don't want to go to school. I'm playing video game. You know, <laughs> it's like those video games where you're just doing like office work. I'm like, I don't understand. Like I could just, this is just like regular work. Like those VR games, you're just like sitting there stapling stuff at a desk. And I'm like, what, what the what heck? Is- <laughs> no, you don't understand. Yeah, like, yeah. When VR, VR first VR came game. out, people people were literally like at doing desk work <laughs> while playing VR games. It was it was, it was mad. It was crazy that people were into it. it. All right, so if you guys had to rank the Pokemon games, what would you pick? Like, what would be the order for you? Or have you played them all as well? No, I, I well, I've only played like three times. I, I haven't but... actually played them all. I've only played. Um, oh, sorry. I, Gen- my question is out of like TCG, VG, Go, oh, and oh, Unite, like, like actually, the whole actual games. I've only played Go and VGC. Uh, I haven't played. I've played a little bit of TCG online, but like it was just against computers. I probably rank. I probably rank Unite as number one, just because it's like a fun time. Over Go, Go is such a. I've been look like you. I've been playing Go since twenty sixteen. I've been yeah, on yeah. That, like I'm just there to like you know do the daily. Like it's honestly just like a big FOMO machine, right? I like mm-hmm. the competitive stuff, but like you can only go to so many tournaments every day, right? Like you know, if we're like in tournament mode all the time, different story. But like. But you're not, you can, it's like competitive every game, right? That's true. I um, think that's why you, like, you are probably one of the most competitive. And I mean this in a good way. Like, people. And oh, I don't, keep, even, I don't even care if you mean it a bad way. I don't disagree. Driven <laughs> yeah. to really be good at the game. Like, I, I find the older that I get, the less competitive I am about things. Like, when I was, like, real, like, younger, losing a game was, like, a really, really big deal for me. And even at the beginning mm. of Pokemon Go PvP, I was, like, not going to happen again. Not gonna lose. Yeah. But now I'm just like, yeah, that's realistic. Uh, yeah, I'm less. I, I don't care as much about losing. I care more about like improving. Winning. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Well, winning's <laughs> fine. It feels nice, right? But like, I, I care more about. So like, anytime I lose, I'm like queuing up again, right? I'm gonna, let's do it again. Whatever. Let's run it back because like I'm trying to find a way around it, which is why like I think goes fun, but I want to say I've hit my peak. Maybe I've hit my peak. I don't know. But I feel like there's there's less for me to learn, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm like the best player, but like there's I'm learning less. But uh, you're, at least on. you're the second best player multiple times, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, even second to Andercore somehow this season GBL. Mm-hmm. And me. I mean, I actually, Caleb, it's the three of us. I think 
if you if we were to rank it, you, uh, I would have thought that you would have hit it before all yeah, of you, us. No you offense, Encore. You want in on this uh this no, misty I, cosplay I, bet? Or? No, no, listen, listen. I I love the fact that Encore won, but when I was when I saw it, I was like, oh, I I don't like this at all. I don't like this hair. <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is not fake. This is yeah. uh, also there. Um. Yeah, so wait, so, okay, so you get into Sylph, right? Uh, I'll try and f- figure out. And then, so you're you're pretty much, like, OG, like, from, from like, first cup of Sylph yeah, yep. ever. And then, I think you probably just did all of them, right? Until, yeah, like, basically, yep. until it pretty much ended. Um, what got you into, like, content creation and shoutcasting, just commentary? Because I feel like, I feel like ever since I've known you, you've been, like, into commentary, right? I think, yeah. uh, which I think when I first heard about you i think it was probably through um my pp academia or whatever yeah right? yeah like um so there was a couple other people who they're expats as well who live in belgium and one of them is a uh, count xavius he's also one of the commentators and wait he's he, an expat yeah yeah he's oh, originally oh, from you, india oh. yeah, but he lives in belgium oh. and then spleen lejeune also he's like originally from portugal france and then he moved to belgium as well so Mm-hmm. But the, so we 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 just kind of met up in tournaments, yeah. and they were saying, "Oh, we were thinking of making content like on a channel and stuff, but we don't know any video editors or anything like that." And I was like, "Oh, um, that's what I do for a, my main job is I'm a video editor, right. so I'm I'm more than happy to just like help edit some videos." And that's how it was just in my eyes was going to start was they were going to give me the content and I would just make the videos and put them out. And that's really what it was like for a while mm-hmm. as well. Like uh, for Twitch as well, I would always run everything behind the scenes, but I would make all the assets and we would do like the shoutcasts for Sylph invitationals and for the gym breakers, things like that. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes if someone couldn't make it, then I would fill in on screen as well. Yeah. But then over a while I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. And then they <laughs> kind of had a call out for people in Europe if they wanted to try to start casting to like, put in some applications because we had that semi-official year of the Pokemon Go championship series where mm-hmm. it was like on Nurelkar's channel, but it wasn't on the official Pokemon Go Twitch. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, I'll like clip together some of the stuff that I've done over the, the years. I'll ask some uh, really good commentators for feedback and see if they give me any feedback on how I do. I think I reached out to three of them and two of the three got back to me. Dang, that's brutal if someone left you on red like that. Yeah, that's so rude. I can't imagine yeah. who would be so inconsiderate you know, to leave. I wouldn't yeah. even go on that person's podcast if they asked Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Good I thing Tua Butters doesn't have a podcast. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, looks exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, looks like his feedback wasn't needed either way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just kind of took off from there. I do think I have like a... I don't know how to say this without I don't mean it in a bad way but there's like no other women casters right now and so I probably have a small advantage there in that sense but I do think that now that we have like Lou over as well that's that's super helpful because it's like nice to grow the scene not just with the the guys yeah if that makes sense well it's, it's so hard to find people who want to cast rather than play in Europe Really? Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's like a flipped lot of in the US, I think. Oh, I thought there's a decent amount of people that want to commentate in Europe too. That's not the I, case? I think that there's a like an okay amount, but it's not mm-hmm. like I think all of them most likely 
would rather compete, would rather try to qualify for See, worlds. This is what I was thinking. That. Like, for example, you've got like Martin and Tho who just, or like Tho who just joined. But I feel like them two, while they're, I feel like they're also in that category where um, uh, event by event, they're kind of split between whether they want to cast it or whether they want to compete because they're mm. still competitors, you know? I mean, I think um, that the they're good enough that they would probably make it... I mean, I think uh, Tho's actually already has enough championship points, so he is qualified for Worlds. He's going to go for that leaderboard for Europe as well. And Martin is like just like 50 points off or something like that. So I think that they're finding a good balance. And even Martin, who's like casted like half of them, I think, already. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, well, you know them better than us. Would you say that they would commentate for like worlds have given the chance over competing I, they're, assuming they're qualified for both i bet martin would i'm not sure about thomas but probably he would as well because i think that was part of the like the big conversations um that go on behind the scenes it's like hey if you're getting called up to cast would you want to cast or would you want to compete and I, everyone i think for the most part said oh i think casting is a cool opportunity but we mm. we got though in that the, that stage when he was like i don't know if i'm gonna play anymore <laughs> you know, so true. so we're like, yeah. okay, yeah. If you don't want to play anymore, how about you come on and cast? <laughs> that's that's one way to spin it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember when he went to retirement briefly too. For that. <laughs> Changed his a uh, Twitter handle from like a just a guy who plays pogo to just a guy. <laughs> it was like the saddest <laughs> time for Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on it, that's so dramatic. <laughs> like, yeah, but you know what? To be fair, I yeah, mean, I, 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 I it is retired. Yeah, he actually retired the best. It's true. Yeah. He fully missed out on worlds, you know, when he really. Well, did. yeah, but he didn't actually retire, retired though. Now, nah, he, he failed to retire. Game. He failed to retire the best. I agree. Yeah, okay, okay. Fair, yeah, fair, fair. Because those people that actually retired just never came back, you know? Yeah. That's and true. those people that, like, you're not sure if they're coming back or not because you got Walworth tweeting, like, every five months. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> this he's... guy's head is in the game 24 7, but he's. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hey, I'm well. He made some really great content back in the day. Um, wait, so you started your PP Academia channel? Was it during pandemic times? Yeah, yeah that's why kind right. of we started it as well because it was just like, oh, there's nothing else to really do at that time. And before that, I didn't even really, I wasn't on Discord that much, so I was never doing those online tournaments. But mm. like right before the pandemic started, I started with the Gym Breakers team, so it's yeah. like I got to like see other like people in Belgium. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is actually, oh, people do this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wait, you, you explained this to us too, right? Because you're like, you're not, are you considered European at this point? Or you have American oh, citizenship? Okay, like, come how, on. Yeah, I was wondering right? this as Because well. yeah, yeah. I, like, I feel like a man is the perfect like example of like, Sitting on the fence, right? Or trying to have her take and eat it too, right? Says so a guy American... without a favorite color, you know. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm dead set on the fact that I have no favorite color. I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be like tomorrow my favorite color is red, right? Okay, okay. Today's blue, right? <laughs> but you're sometimes like, oh, I'm yeah, the European. Yeah, They're okay, all out. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm technically American, so <laughs> I technically am American. I um okay. I have my American citizenship and I have permanent residency in Belgium. Which, uh, spoiler alert, if anyone wants to move to Europe, it's the easiest country to try to move to because after five years of employment, you automatically get permanent residency. Is that oh. why you did it? Because Belgium's a really random spot to pick. Uh, originally, I was working with a company where their second biggest office was in Belgium. And I came over on just a temporary assignment. And then I just kept stretching out the assignment until I hit five years. <laughs> That's quite a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Some people haven't even been playing Pokemon Go for that long. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, I also I also try to claim you know the Swedish roots sometimes because my last name is Lundberg and I I grew up in like a Swedish American community in a really small town in I was in the gonna US. say because like there's there's yeah, certain Swedish. states yeah. which are like super like they had big um, Scandinavian migration. Right, so yeah. like the whole area will just be filled. I know Minnesota is one of them because like the Minnesotan accent really? is very mm-hmm. much derived from like Scandinavian accents. And that's why they have like what? Kind of strange ways yeah. of saying and we're And we're just one state down from, uh, oh, okay, from Minnesota. So yeah, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Wait, so there's... <laughs> yeah, there's Wait, whole like there's whole areas where it's like big population migration. Yeah, yeah. Also huge Vietnamese um like repopulation as well okay oh that's mm-hmm. wild i just saw a bunch of white people in iowa mostly yep that is also very true <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends is from iowa but he's he's not he's not white but um but that's what he says too i was uh, adopted and so like my uh my family like even growing up like cousins and stuff and i never really thought of me as Asian. I remember my my nephew, when he was like in fourth grade, they were studying different countries and he was yeah. doing some PowerPoint presentation already in fourth grade, but of, about South Korea. Uh-huh. And uh, my brother was like, oh, you well, you know, your aunt is South Korean. And he goes, which one? Not the blonde hair, blue eyed. What do you get on that project by chance? <laughs> Uh, interesting interesting. so you're south korean yep i was adopted at three months yeah this is my cult my background is like confusing to europeans for sure but almost everyone so i was adopted at three months uh, from south korea and brought into this swedish american family so i have the last name lundberg and then when i moved back to europe so everyone is like seeing lundberg so they're automatically thinking that it's going to be some tall blonde Swedish person, and then they see me, and then they get really confused whether to speak to me in like the language of the country or in Swedish because of my last name or Asian, and they never like think to just go to English. Hmm. Do you actually understand Swedish? No, um, no. Someone came up to you. Yep. No. Just like very like bits and phrases. Same for Dutch, and I live in Belgium, so that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, that's, that's well, well, how long have you been in Belgium for? I don't want to talk about it too long to not know the language. <laughs> what? <laughs> to be honest, Wait, I've got how- a friend who's been living in Amsterdam for like roughly that long as well, and I think she knows nothing as well of Dutch. They're Is really it under taking 10 advantage years? of the fact that. Yeah, roughly nine oh. years, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, they're so accommodating. <laughs> Because, I mean, there's so many official languages in Belgium. There's French, there's Flemish, there's also German in this, like, really small portion that Mm -hmm. they just, if they sense that you're struggling with it, they just automatically switch to English because they're so used to, like, trying to speak English with different Mm -hmm. cultures. Hmm. Okay. It's a small excuse. I, I get it. It's not a good excuse, but it is a small yeah. excuse. Yeah. <laughs> excuse flies for like the first like two years, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Nine. <laughs> That's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess uh, if you tell people you're part Brazilian too, you could claim all the regions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to figure out how to get to get myself down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're at Worlds, right? And we got uh, Amanda. Right. Well, I'm, I'm just I'm just sharing the truth for our audience, you know, for 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 our loyal listeners that weren't there, they could they could kind of see from my this, yeah. POV, right, from my point of view, what's going on. We're at Worlds, and Amanda's like, oh, a "Europeans going to take it all, blah, blah blah," and and you know, just like Anacor, right? Every time a European dropped from Worlds, 
probably part of her died inside, right? <laughs> but, but the thing is, you can't kill off Amanda like that, right? Because you know she's going to jump ship and jump on the bandwagon. She's like, well, I'm actually American, so, you know, we got top three in Worlds, too. So. <laughs> really, yeah, yeah. Uh, Got to always be on the winning look. side here. <laughs> Wait, so who are you usually rooting for if it comes down to Oh, it? that's, uh, oh, that's yeah. tough. But it's uh, now it's you can't stay on the fence. I feel, right? I feel like I feel like the factions thing kind of um, yeah okay exposed you. You know, so. no, no, don't, don't try to sway true. her, that right? What's, what's the what's the true response, right? I know the European battlers the best because obviously you know going to the matches and commentating over to them and getting to hang out with them. I see yeah. the most of their battles and I I know them as players, and so of course then I'll. You get a little bit biased, I think, too, because you see how they play and you're like, oh, man, this person's really good. They're probably mm. the best, but you don't really factor in the whole global thing. I would say that I, I am probably cheering for Europe the most. Okay. But. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens yeah, yeah. at UIC. Let's just. Yeah. Let's oh, boy. I mean, after a nighttime clasher took a. Yeah, he's just the one Liverpool, of many. Yeah. He's not even the best NA player either. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired there. <laughs> well, I think he'd agree. He hasn't even won a Challenger Cup in NA. Oh, that's so, true. Yeah, yeah. So he can't, imagine, him claiming to be the best NA player is kind of wild if he can't even win a small local tournament. Yeah, but, yeah. That's, that's I, I, I can give it to him that he's the best EU player. I'll, I'll give him that. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he is European now, isn't it? So we've, we kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we embraced the, him as a... He's how you are, yeah. Eric. Or... <laughs> he's, he's studying over here for the next uh, couple months, you know? He's so here he's, for the rest of the season. Yeah. He's here for more time in the season than... Or he will be than he would have been in the US. So yeah. this is, this if is anything, all... he was on holiday in the US. <laughs> Yes, exactly, exactly. All I'm thinking yeah. about is how Ericor's like crying after like so, Liverpool, yeah. like trying to figure out a way to drive tears. Like, I got rationalized somehow. I can't keep the tears flowing. Right, so he's one anything, of us now. If anything, you lot let a European guy take top cut in multiple tournaments. So, it, it, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, nighttime clash is the only one to do it. Look, I ain't, I ain't one of the youths here, but that's what the youth would say, copium. But. Uh... <laughs> Uh, wild. So you also you compete in some. Yeah, I, have, I haven't competed yet in any uh play Pokemon what event. I know, I know. The Wait, thing is, I what about before you were shoutcasting? You just weren't no, at the event. I was in the U.S. for a lot of the time. Um, that uh, oh, like the first okay. season, I didn't even. I was just so clueless. I was didn't even know what was going on. Really, I was in the yeah. U.S. when the the first EYC happened, and mm. then I saw it. Like I I heard about it obviously, and I was like, oh, this sounds cool, but I didn't really get a chance to watch it and then i was kind of gone yeah but um i, I don't know if you're there was a uh, james the blasian and uh, rc cola they were yeah. thinking of doing this documentary type thing about the first uh, play pokemon i'm still working on it right now so, actually are they yeah. okay cool yeah so yeah. i helped shoot a lot of the footage for them of the european ones uh, uh, because they were asking so I wait was, did you like, attend the tournament said i, I attended um Bochum. but you didn't compete no, no. I actually I met Lou's husband there. He was the guy who got me a media pass, oh, and so I just went around and I got like a bunch of photos and videos of the event to send to uh yeah to Ryan and to James. Nice. Did they? Did you ever get interviewed for that interview or the documentary? Did I ever get interviewed for it? Yeah. No, I did a lot of the interviews. So like I interviewed Emmy Weedle at the very end. And Bert, no. 
Well, it's not out yet, so it's not yeah, too yeah, late. It's too, not too late yeah. to call. Uh, I'll have their people this call my like, people and like, set it up. Yeah, just like my PP academia all over again. Like, yeah. oh, I'm behind the scenes person, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, you're you're commentating and stuff, you know, and yeah, yeah. Mean commentators around the world, and you're not you're not getting interviewed for it. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, good point, good point. But I, I guess at that point, I wasn't really too involved. I didn't really get involved until Stuttgart last year. So basically only one year into it. One and a half. Wow, that's kind of that wasn't even that was only December of yeah. last last year too. That was so. the the first one that I actually attended like uh, as casting, but then oh, I had wow. attended uh, Worlds before, um, but just as a spectator, filming some stuff for with Ryan. Uh, yeah, at Worlds. When I saw you commentating at Stukar, I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess she doesn't oh, need my feedback oh, yeah, anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I guess it's fine if I don't respond to this. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I think I did fine. respond. I was like, I was like, looks, looks like good job of commentating, but like, looks like you don't need my help. <laughs> Sometimes less is more, right? Sometimes yeah, sure, yeah, 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 it's better, right? Whatever. Exactly. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit out back while the other cooks are cooking. You know, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll wait for the meal. <laughs> yeah. But I really like because we were talking about it once before, and you were telling me that uh, it was never really on your radar until it was suggested to you because you were such a competitor. Yeah. And then when you started commentating, you realize, hey, I really like this. And that's kind of how I feel now. But I've lost my competitive edge also because of that, because I would rather be casting it than playing. Yeah, agreed. Um, wait, so but you still do competitive stuff like Battle Frontier and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm doing, we're doing Battle Frontier. We did uh, Silk Factions before that. and Are you so, still doing Gym Breakers as well? Yep, we still do Gym Breakers. I feel we, like we just started back up, so yeah. If I recall correctly... Didn't Belgium beat like the best NA team or US we team did. at one point? Because I remember uh, my friend Palmer's up was like, dude, we're like, we're about to lose in Belgium. I was like, in gym records. I'm like, what? Yeah, well, Dasha like, got three owed. Uh, well, I, I mean, it couldn't, <laughs> it couldn't just be with Dasha that got three owed. It was no, like, true, it, was like yeah. it was like other people that were like also screwing up on the US team, right? If I'm not. I yeah. just say well, getting outplayed. I think is a better way of phrasing. Yeah, it. but, but I mean, just, to be to be fair, like we probably played the U.S. eight times and they beat us seven out of the eight. But you know, well, that's still a big. You upside, get them every though. now and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, once every ten, I guess once every <laughs> eight. But I remember seeing. I remember I was like, wait, who's on the Belgium roster? So I had Palmer stuff send me a screenshot. I'm like. <laughs> Dude, the only person I recognize on here is Amanda. <laughs> like, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they're, she they're lost actually, to elite. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. so did I. But uh, but you know, there's a there's a. Well, no, I mean, I, looking back on it now, I've recognized more names, but at the time, I didn't really recognize any of them. Hey, this is this is quite the upset. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of our players, yeah. Boom, he uh, yeah. he left our our group because now he's joined the Pogoats. So he's like one of those young young kids what? that are gonna be sweet. Oh. He's never played a t- like tournament ever. Because right? yeah. like he's he's wait has he not played a tournament because of the um, age of consent thing? No, he, he did well a little bit of that, but also just he always had stuff going on at the same time, and his parents like didn't really think like, eh, this is something that uh, you know is it, do you really need to go to it? Because none of them yeah. are in Belgium, obviously. So he would have to be yeah. like, we'd have to be like. Yeah. Sure, can we pick up your young son and bring him to this Belgium. other? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, true. Some of them are like just across the border. Where it's yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, nothing's really too far away in Europe yeah. with the Ryanair flights or with the the different trains and everything. Yeah. When mm. I come back to the U.S., that's like one thing that I always is just like, oh, man, I have to drive everywhere. 
you had to drive everywhere. You had to fly everywhere you want to go to. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's going to – transportation is not the best here. It's also a fairly large country too, so – Oh, not, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Belgium is one-fifth the size of Iowa, which is obviously not that big either. Belgium is one-fifth the size of Iowa? Yeah. Iowa is not even big. No, no, exactly. Belgium is one-fifth the size? Yeah. Wait, what's, like, the total, what's the total population of Iowa? I, I feel like it's like probably smaller million, than Million, I think, maybe? Three million? This is my guess. I don't know. Oh I, I'm gosh. guessing Belgium People probably in LA has a than Belgium. population as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think LA? Belgium has like eight million or something. Oh, no, no. Belgium has more than that. Oh, Belgium yeah. is 11.59 million. That's what I said. I think Belgium has like 11.59 like million people. Yeah, Wait, you said, but it's one-fifth the size of Iowa? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What? It's really small. Like, you will, like from where I live now, I could drive to like the Netherlands border in an hour. So. That's nuts. How and also I could drive to the France border in two hours and to the German yeah. border in two hours. I think, so well, you know what? When I went to Lille, I think like, I think it was like 2023 20, season or something like that. Um, afterwards, I got a bus from Lille to, I think it was somewhere in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only four euros and it took like three hours. And I was like, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't no, doubt it. When I, when I went to Lille this year as well, I think we took from the Brussels train station and it took like 35 minutes to get there from, and it was like a 12 euro ticket or something. That's mad, so. yeah. Hmm. Wow, okay. There's, low key, this is kind of why I want to move back to Europe as well. Yeah, we will happily this. embrace you with open arms, Annika. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, there's nothing nearby here, do you know what I mean? No, no, you know, even, even Australia is far for Australia. Yeah, I was chatting to some people who were like looking at tickets to go to Perth and I swear down a return ticket to Perth. Yeah. At the moment for like round around trip. when the regional is. Yeah. Round trip is costing the same amount as it cost me to get to Australia from the UK. Wait, what? How you much can is fly? it? Huh? Sorry. It How was like around, it? so around 800 to a thousand Australian dollars, yeah, which nuts. is like around four to 500 pounds. Um, which is insane because it's like mm-hmm. you can fly across the world for the same price as it costs to fly within you your said like country. a thousand? Yeah. Yeah, Australian, thousand dollars? Australian dollars, yeah. yeah. Wait, I was, but, I was, but I'm actually oh, surprised it's not cheap to go back to the UK from Australia. It's like 400 pounds. That's like the price it took for me to get to freaking Portland <laughs> from LA. Kind of, yeah, I, mean, I had to push yeah, my flight back, so I was like added a little bit, but I'm like on the same side of the coast too. Yeah. yeah, no, when I was in Atlanta earlier, I was, because I was there for like the whole month of January almost, I was yeah. trying to talk with my mom and say, hey, like, come and visit, or I'll, I'll come to Iowa, but tickets were like $700, from, and I was like, never mind, I love you, mom, but I'll see you next time when I'm back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't love you that much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't love you so much. I mean, that's like <laughs> over half of what it costs pretty much yeah, to get from insane. Iowa to Belgium, so I was like, I can't like justify insane, that. Man. Oh, yeah. that is nuts. Europe the is cost... really where it's at, you know, man. It's true. It's true. The cost from here to like London is like about 700 bucks, which is kind of wild. But yeah. that's what I'm telling people. I was like, if you're from NA, just go to EUIC. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, well, not I, much, to, it's not that much honest, more expensive I, than going to like an yeah. NA regional. I yeah. really hope we get a lot of people as well, because I think that oh, makes it more fun and exciting. Yeah. 
So yeah. I, I don't want to say which people, yeah, but there are some Asians that I know who are planning to travel, including really? some Asians who are actually under the TPC region. So they're not going to get any championship points, yeah. but they're still planning to travel. But what if they win first or second? They get they like prize money and stuff like that, but they, they just don't, don't get qualification or, uh, or championship points. Yeah, that's a bummer. Mm, how yeah, many how many people from the uh, TPC regions do you know that are going? That's kind of that's kind of wild. I know, not not a load, yeah, but like still like three or four more than I thought was going. Because that's just yeah, that's three or four more than I would expect it too. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. wild. So uh, hmm. yeah, kind of mad. That's yeah. Uh, I, have, I have some friends in the Middle East area, and they need two hundred championship points to qualify oh, but obviously geez. no regionals and not really locals there yeah. but i was like yeah like just i think if you're gonna try to do it anywhere you win like two or three times yeah, you're good yeah i see it's gonna be yeah. it yeah so. yeah yeah and the players aren't that hard to be either that's yeah, so, so <laughs> i've heard i mean yeah yeah from what we've seen anyone yeah. from another region i, I heard it's because caleb's it. going you know kind of kind of oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah i'm one of the few people that's ever not experienced that so <laughs> um you i'm best really hoping it's a 512 cap though like i think because yeah, at we, the moment like i think a lot of people know that the tickets are going to be super competitive yeah um assuming that it would be like a 256 cap so if it's a 512 cap i feel like it will be super comfortable where everyone who wants to go will be able to get a ticket but um, yeah. i'm gonna be in japan at the time the tickets drop so i'm gonna be waking up at two in the morning uh Mine just not go to sleep until and then just go to sleep right. no no yeah that seems like a better chance you can oversleep i have a feeling i need to get yeah uh if you're not commentating it would you compete amanda at usc um first time competing too that'd be wild yeah yeah i I definitely want to compete um yeah the big problem is i travel a lot for my job and Mm. so if i'm not commentating it's kind of hard to justify like to my partner's so needy he like wants to actually see me on the weekend sometimes or something (laughs) so so it's like yeah it it would have to like line up schedule wise but i definitely do want to compete and i mean now that there's also cups and challenges uh, i've I've been hosting a couple of them for people Mm -hmm. this season because i think at this stage i'm like okay i probably won't get enough points to qualify but maybe next season um it's it's, it's definitely still very possible because I've, only, gone to, like I've only gone to one regional, and that's it. And I just need championship points. Like, I could technically qualify off of just locals after that. So Yeah, but you've also, yeah, I mean, like, you you came out with 160 off of one regional. Well, yeah, but you, you all only 400 points, so it's, it's 100 yes, less. Right? It's, it's, so, oh, but if you get 60 <laughs> points, then yeah, that's plenty, point, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like no, UIC, yeah. I feel like, can... Do you know what I mean? Because of the... Uh, like larger amount of points that you can get they're like a semi-decent run at an international can kind of put you like a majority of the way where you can just collect up the rest from uh, yeah i know i completely agree i mean like um savage boy for a guy from norway he went to laic and i think he got like 62nd place or something but he still got 100 points which is you know basically top cut yeah that's pretty good so yeah Yeah, he was like also bear in mind there'll be like challenge and cup oh yeah yeah all this extra yeah the international as well so it's like yeah I know, good 
good. Uh, I do. Def- I've been getting uh, some crap about it from the other casters as well, and uh, I I do plan on competing. Leo competed. You know what? Yeah, Leo competed. Yeah. So, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, like that that's mad to be you know getting crap about it from them because half of them also haven't competed. This Wait, I, that's so, I mean, some of them have you know, competed before. But uh, okay, just right, not this right. season. Yeah, this right. season, there's like none of us have really, besides like, yeah, Martin, yeah. I guess, yeah, not none, but. Wait, haven't all the EU casters competed outside of maybe Zionic? Zionic hasn't, uh, I haven't, Count Xavius hasn't this season. But he hasn't. He, but he has in the past. I know Adelia competed in Orlando last season. Yeah, so. or, yep. yeah. and uh, Luz competed in BG, but not in, um, in Go. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, we'll keep an eye out then. For, yeah, yeah. Uh, for maybe, maybe, maybe you should show show the NA players how it's done at New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, like I I did compete on stage, but not for any prizes, of course, during the EUIC when Zionic and I did that booster pack. So Zionic and I actually did. Uh, we we both battled on stream as well. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? No, that doesn't count. I was gonna say, and of course, battled on stream too. Quick <laughs> 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 stream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what an interesting time um but uh yeah so i feel like uh outside of zionic as well you're one you're the first eu caster to commentate at internationals and stuff to and be involved in yeah. worlds as well right yeah what was that like that was really cool it was a, a nice opportunity i think that that daniel kind of gave out at that mm-hmm. time and recognizing i think that the they knew that EU was going to be brought into the official broadcast the next season. And so just giving some good opportunities there. I think it's um, it's really fun to see the differences between the EU streams, I guess, and the NA streams. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have your opinions about it. I know that I've talked to Will in the past about he, he doesn't like how the interviews go in, in Europe. But we also were just like, oh, we actually kind of like our little like play area where... We could have sit down interviews. No, I think that looks way better than our like yeah. behind background. There's a bunch of stuff <laughs> going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't there, like yeah. it because he thinks it ruins the pacing, which I can't agree with. Like sometimes, I mean, I think obviously like the goal of the interviews is to get to know the players better, but also just to make a pretty like cohesive stream where they're not just playing video after video right, while they're right, waiting right. for yeah. the players to Do set up. you know up. what the thing is? I would say it's like, if the interviews are delaying the matches, then fair enough, yeah? Mm-hmm. But if the alternative is putting one of these videos that have been, you know, rerun about like 70 times, and, do you know what I mean? Like, I'd mm-hmm. much rather not watch that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, and you know what the thing is? I think like um, from the European stream, so obviously, you know, it started off as an unofficial stream. And as a result, um, you know, I feel like you lot felt like you could take more uh, creative decisions, you know, uh, just kind of have a bit more fun with it. And I was a bit worried when it became an official stream. I was like, oh, they're going to lose a lot of that. Because in my opinion, I was like, that's what makes the European streams yeah. better. I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't spam this pan to help status stand on the official streams anymore. You know, That's such a uh, shame. Because yeah, exactly. Exactly. you can't do that. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I saw that on any stream once. Um, I think if something has been... I, I mean, I've had messages deleted on the official stream because it's oh, not unique. Dead, so it's man. like if enough people are saying, like, go mm. Caleb. If four people say go Caleb in a row, they delete yours and be like, mm, this is not a unique... Uh, what? I, think so. that, I, I don't man. think you can spam well, anymore. But I mean, you know what? Generally, I feel like you lot have taken, you've still maintained a lot of like the um, the fun and creative aspects. 
And I think that's really important because obviously, look, the US stream is like good and everything in it. Yeah, but I think because they started off as an official stream, there's a lot more like formalities, which mm-hmm, personally, mm-hmm. I don't think needs to be there. Do you know what I mean? In it, yeah. It's like I was gonna say we're not even casting sports, yeah. But to be honest, even in sports, yeah, you don't really want someone to be like super dead serious. Do you know what I mean? You know, you want you want a bit more like you know relaxation and stuff in it. Um, and so I feel like the EU stream has that advantage where they're s- still kind of maintaining that. Yeah, um, I, I would say like I mean I think that that is the good thing. The bad thing, although again, it's our first year, is that we're obviously not as polished in a lot of aspects because a lot of us really came in completely green to the whole process and also, you know, to casting in general. So it's like learning a lot of things along the way. But uh, I mean, overall, I mean, again, it's when we pick the Europe or NA. <laughs> I, I, like, I like our setup better. I like uh, our, like, uh, you know, our I- caster desk and our interview area i think that our stuff looks really slick yeah i agree i think if it delays the actual battles that's one thing but typically speaking having now started to do the interviews on the na side like it doesn't really delay the battles because they're still setting up the next one and the caster that's interviewing is not casting so they don't have like run back to the desk real quick right like to cast a battle so yeah i think it's just like a simple toss which wait so i assume when speedy said this feedback it was before na started doing these interviews too right um yeah, it was before, and then also, yeah. I mean, he, all the examples that he's given was from before, but even still, he thinks that the way NA does it is better because he likes the whole like the quick, mm-hmm. almost like off, you know, right away getting the the impact of how this person feels and seeing everyone setting up in the background. He's like, it just feels more lively. Uh, Do you know you what know, he's moving? Like, he's moving yeah. as if it's like a oh, what's what's the example here? Not a boxing match, right? But maybe a boxing match where the guy's just like sweaty from knocking out his opponent and then the microphone <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. in his face you know what i mean you just won the super bowl you go to disneyland yeah. type of, yeah you know what i mean we need uh we need to have like a mist machine or something get people sweating before they go on to interview <laughs> <laughs> you know coming off of like Phew. i was like i was sweating after that battle <laughs> towel hanging one, around their neck <laughs> one hp in a dream <laughs> someone gives him a bottle of water like, yeah. the interview, like, yeah. yeah 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 the coach comes by right <laughs> yeah. that's uh that's real i think that's what is in speedy's head i can't lie yeah. whenever he's seeing that that's what he's seeing. but speaking of interviews like i mean i i don't know if you guys just saw the, the latest one in dortmund but uh mm-hmm. arceus aurelius uh, was the champion and that dude is just fun to interview he has so much energy we call him like the european hype man and so it was just like it was super easy at one point i read in the chat like is arceus aurelius interviewing the the casters (laughs) (laughs) he's uh he's a character for sure he's very animated when he battles too yeah yeah like yeah 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 Yeah, i did a few podcasts with him and it was like it was nice because you did a podcast with him yeah, yeah, like when we were doing the Drake of his stuff. So my oh, okay, my oh, favorite the spaces, yeah, yeah, my favorite Drake of his spaces was the one just after Worlds because it was me, Marcus, EJ, and Yakobovich, um, mm. and we were sitting outside this little riverside cafe in Japan, uh-huh. and we were like, oh, and it was not Rob was on there as well, but he wasn't actually with us, mm. um, and we were doing it from there, and it was so good. 
it was like a good hour and a half we were just like you know chilling there birds in the background nice and sunny and just like <laughs> mm. discussing the the events of the weekend it was really i like the uh really nice. wait are Aurelius was just spectating worlds because i don't think he could be at yeah, worlds last yeah, year yeah, yeah, okay yeah. okay yeah, yeah. gotcha the thing is you know what i loved when he um uh in one of in his interviews and it might have been when he won but he was just like i love this game i love like you know everything about it and i was like you know what yeah like one it kind of shows yeah and two mm-hmm. i kind of rate that because it's it's like you can tell it's a very uh it's a very genuine passion do you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know yeah. like the whole reason he came to worlds was because he just felt like like how could i not you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, I, and I think it was a very last minute decision as well, but right. if I remember correctly. Um, but it was like, how could I not go to the biggest event of, you know, this game that I love so much? And mm-hmm. so it was really nice to see him win on the weekend. Um, yeah. And uh, again, you could see the, like, the, the emotions and stuff. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. This it also would have yeah. been cool if Colin won. Just for the the story, yeah. you know, because like, Dunebug winning two in one season and then having like oh, Cobra Bitch as well. I've got, I've, yeah, I got and a bit of a bone to pick with you, bro, because <laughs> you you lot. Yeah, look, the thing is, yeah, me I, or okay. Amanda? Nah, 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 Amanda, Amanda. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Now, <laughs> from from time, yeah, when as a European, yeah. For, mm-hmm. for the whole time, I was like, you know what? These Americans, they're moving as if the rest of the world doesn't exist. Yeah, they're casting events as if no other events have happened. Yeah? And I think it was LAIC where I made a tweet and I was like, you guys are out of order in it, yeah? Because you've been casting day one of LAIC. Yeah, the only things you lot are referencing are previous American regionals. And you're completely ignoring the fact that like you casted a current world qualifier, you know, like, uh, do you know what I mean? There was like all these things where they were just completely ignoring, yeah? Obviously, they've improved over time, yeah? But this weekend, yeah, that that shoe was on your foot. That's yeah. true, that's true. I had the perfect opportunity to. Uh, completely ignored the Jakobovic thing. Listen, you know how I feel about the APAC region. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's... <laughs> that's a cheeky way to get out of it (laughs) no no i I thought about that later too because i mean like i was even in a conversation with him in like a discord where he was talking about how he kind of felt bad and you shouldn't feel bad you shouldn't feel bad for wanting to compete and be the best and and possibly being the best like but uh yeah you're you're absolutely right that was uh that was my bad i told i told him i was like i won't let my region do that to you again (laughs) what if they do it to him again huh what if they do yeah, it again what no you when it comes to euic yeah. yeah like any of the asians that come over from euic yeah i guarantee the casters are gonna know everything about them. <laughs> you're gonna we're gonna <laughs> just give all like the, i'll this, give like, you the entire <laughs> list i'll give you their their birthdays i'll give you know you know they're like, a caster like me they're just going to see read it give you a thumbs up ignore it yeah that's what he did this is this is what he did yeah yeah, if you listen to the last thing, um, during Worlds, you had a Chiodo against Luminous, right? And I messaged him and Butters telling them about the fact that, like, they're really good friends. They have a YouTube channel together. And it was, like, a really good sort of, like, storyline thing, in it, yeah? This guy gave me a thumbs up and that was it. Didn't mention it on the whole Because thing. Butters mentioned it right away. Why would I have to mention it twice? <laughs> Butters said it. It's a different Butters story if Butters didn't say anything and I still didn't say anything, yeah, right? But true, Butters said true. it right off the bat. And so I'm thinking... 
man. Oh, let, him, let him have the limelight. Yeah. 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 He got, yeah. It's like, it's a team. It's a group project. I don't have to do everything by myself. <laughs> Wait, what's Colin Six's username? I'm trying to look him up on Dracovitz. Oh, name. you have to, you have to put it's an a... I instead of the L yep. because it's actually a capital I. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's, yeah, that's so super difficult. Yeah. Is, is it actually you know? Colin Six or is it? It's, yeah, oh no, it's, it's like, it's Colin, yeah. yeah, it's Colin with an I instead with a six. Oh my God. And then I-X. No, no I, I got the good six, luck, yeah. Luck, I mean, there's not a lot of people with C-O-I-I in their name, yeah, so yeah. it's pretty easy to pull up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, incredible run from him too. I mean, I mean I'm yeah. looking at it right now. It's, uh what, seventh in Lille, 25th Gdansk, first Stuttgart. Liverpool is well, he's like the only European specific. player to win two regionals just yep. in general. Like, yeah. In general. Yeah. So, yeah. He won Lille uh, the year before. And that was his first regional too, which is kind of yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. Lille, yep. 13th Utrecht, uh, 33rd at Worlds. Who did he lose to at Worlds? He lost to Paul Asha and he lost to Andres. <laughs> lost to two Europeans. Um, beat Pokey Squirt though. And then uh, Pomitoro. Pomato Toro? Oh, Pomato Toro. Okay. And then Patrick Albany. I mean, three and two worlds, not bad, too. Um, but yeah. Unfortunately, Lucio and Region. Yeah. Uh, Hello, Team Pizza Player. And just a, a little, little piece of information. So, a Team Pizza Player has been in the grand finals of every European yep. event this season. I mean, it's. I mean, that's easy to say when you have like 500 people on one team. You know? <laughs> like, like, well, what? Is, what's the flex? You know, <laughs> what's the flex? Hey, we have way less than Swablu's. Just saying, yeah. So, well, uh, they don't go to all the events though. I think. Yeah, well, uh, I think for the Swablu's, at least their stat line is that there's always one Swablu that makes top cut every regional. I feel like this is possibly the case with Team Pizza as well. Yeah, that's definitely the case with TNP. Yeah. Well, well, of course it is, because if yeah. you have one person at every grand finals, of course they're going to make top cut every season. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What, what kind of, <laughs> no, no, but I meant like, this season as in this GBL season, in it. So it didn't happen in last GBL season, but I'm assuming top Oh, cut you? Oh, I thought you meant season. season, like 2024 season. Nah, 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 nah. No. But probably top cut. Who the heck says GBL season? That's like, I think that's, actually, no, 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 that's that, true. That's the, no, no, as in like this meta, grand okay, finals okay, yeah yeah event, okay okay this yeah. meta oh, well, like in terms meant, of this like, season probably top cut i think i think yeah definitely top cut every championship i'm trying to think yeah. about it now where i could be wrong about this but i have yeah. a feeling it's probably the case though yeah, yeah. wait is arceus aurelius on a on a battle He's, frontier um, or team or anything snowbird, snowbird tappers, snowbird tappers yeah. uh, with okay. the glass cabolton who won leal as well so they're yeah, on the same yeah, team yeah. Mm, gotcha so gotcha they currently have two champions as well yeah 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 Keeping track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's harder to mess up their stuff though than it is to mess up talking about tea and pizza. Yeah, yeah that was. Uh... Oh yeah, I remember that uh, <laughs> that iconic moment. <laughs> it's clipped too. I it is clipped. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how many views is that, yeah. but I think it's got quite a few. <laughs> yeah, do tell for our audience. Uh, for those that don't understand the reference, what happened? Uh, yeah, so I was doing the. The ceremony at the end, uh, awarding to Dinoski, a really, really good player for tea and pizza. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking I would be rather clever because I didn't want to say, you know, like factions or really mention anything grassroots. And I had this whole clever thing where I was going to say he drinks tea, he eats pizza. And uh, it just it didn't quite come out. <laughs> well, what was that? What was the punch? Like? He, he drinks tea, eats pizza, and then what? Uh, he's Dinoski, you know, it's just like, a oh, whole, like okay, uh, okay. you know. Okay, but what and did it, you yeah. say instead? I said, 
He drinks pee. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he drinks tea. <laughs> Uh, look, yeah. we're not, we're not king shaming here. I know you got paid by the emperors to do that. Yeah. <laughs> On the emperors, the emperors, where they been at? That's my yeah. question. Yeah, that's why they paid. <laughs> I don't I know did, if they I have anything in the budget. Christmas gift. I, I, I bought him a cider. Uh, and then I made like a special label for it that said Dean's special okay. blend, and oh, I, uh, I sent gotcha. it to his place with like was a the seal broken. Note. Was it rebottle cider? What's going on? <laughs> you know, sometimes it could have been cider to start with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. interesting stuff. Um, but uh, anyway, so Dortmund just happened too, and I know you're commentating it, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I mean, that's not the only reason why we want to get you on, but. Um, what a... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're desperate here. Can we get? You think, you you think this guy's replying to your DMs? Yeah. yeah exactly. Only when he wants something. <laughs> that's one hundred percent true. <laughs> uh, no, I think I reply once in a while. Yeah, that, that's while. true. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, but anyway, I'm looking at it too. Arceus Aurelius, I just missed out on Worlds last season at fourth place at Bochum last season, and then. Uh, yeah, they were running some, and then big congrats to him for winning it all, but they were running some pretty wild team. You know what What the first thing I noticed in this grand finals head-to-head? Tell me. Talonflame. Well, I mean, yeah, there's Talonflame. They're both okay. running teams that are four times weak to Bassi. <laughs> That's all you have to look out for. <laughs> yeah, because I'm it's thinking, yeah, yeah. yo, if I was there, <laughs> how yeah. would it go? And... Do, you know what? do you know what's interesting? So, yeah. okay, like meta-wise... Um, when the uses statistics, the day one uses statistics, let me just say, mm-hmm. yeah. and day two uses statistics were a shambles. Fifty percent so Godlord, and nobody picked yeah, yeah. up on it. Like, <laughs> no, we we picked up on it. We Wait, were like, we need to keep saying Godlord on day one. It was like huh? the the no, percentages no, no, were just way off. Yeah, yeah, we had a day two oh, usage really graph. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, okay. But day one usage was interesting because it looked pretty much the same as Knoxville, I'd say outside of Talonflame. That that seemed like right. the the one thing that kind of mm-hmm. like crept in there that wasn't really expected. Oh, Bombasil um, also picked up in use, at least in the grand finals, right? Yeah, yeah, but as in like enough. in terms of um, like overall day one usage for oh, okay. all teams, right? Um, and um, when you look at that as well, uh, the teams, uh, you know, when you're talking about like uh, strong or weak to Bastion, I think, when you played, I'd say before Annihilate release, to be honest, um, Bastidon was probably at its strongest. And then it feels a bit less strong recently, mainly because of things like, you know, Annihilate, Whiskash, and Gligar are kind of the, you know, the central core for most teams. Um, and then you've got like, you might have some other picks like, you know, Registeel or maybe Lantern or something like that. So it's like... Registeel, there's, there's like that. two Registeel in all of top 16. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, no, no. There's well, four, I mean, four. yeah, but, there's, the, yeah. In, but there's one in top eight. usage yeah. was like relatively high. Um, so I feel like it's not it's not a bad sort of uh, assumption to make that Bastion wouldn't be too popular in this. Oh, no, I I don't week. think it's a bad assumption to make it ever. Like, that you should always assume there's not going to be. <laughs> Most no, of my no, teams no, are weak no, to Bastion, too. Yeah, no, but I, th- I think, like, I think in around the time you came second and maybe like a couple events after that, I think Bastion was a very uh, legitimate consideration when team building. 
because it's if you're still team building, building it, you're I'm be still winning locals with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. is. Some people Actually, build different. Yeah. I'll just say you know. One of my uh, one <laughs> of my friends, Sloking, he like he won the challenge that we just had in Antwerp. Uh-huh. And he was like, he said, I didn't do any practice. I didn't look up anything, but I saw that Caleb had posted a video with this uh, team that he won a cup and challenge with. So I just stole that off of that. And he ended up getting second. So he was like, all right, yeah, yeah. Make sure <laughs> to tell Caleb second. things. Yeah. Was like second place. No uh, this is a second place team. Uh, 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 Melbourne too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Second place. Second place is Melbourne too, though. Yeah, <laughs> the only yeah, person yeah. to get set off at Yukovovich. Yeah. 15 games. Uh, That's, uh... Hey, did you know that he was a two-time regional champion in one season? I didn't oh, know that. See what, see what I did that, there? Yeah, that's interesting, you know. Never, yeah. never knew that. Maybe something to bring yeah. up in a future event. <laughs> yeah, I think so. A really interesting you know, stat line. Especially when the European comes close to doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You should have just messaged and blasted me, and I would have I would have picked it up, and I would have said it at some point. Yeah. I mean, we, we, uh, we said that uh, all the Germans, or Martin said all the Germans got knocked out of the competition, and then we just see in the chat, Zwyla said, I exist. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's true. Four fourth place there. The French, uh, hey, the French were man, on it. They year. they came to play mm-hmm. for sure. They, yeah, because there's a lot of players who like you know I wouldn't personally consider to be like oh you're going to be regular top cup um, mm-hmm. appearances, and yet they made insane runs in the top cup. Yeah, like right. uh, tragical uh, mix. Like he did yeah, really really yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know what? While watching Tragic Comics, because his his brother is Arsenio, yep, and I was like, I was like, is he gonna make it further than his brother? Because yeah. <laughs> because I feel like Arsenio is one of those players, at least last season, where everyone was like, oh, surely he's got a you know come first or second at some point in the season. Do you know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. um, and he'd get occasional top cuts and just like fall a bit short. And I was like, is Tragic Comics going to do it? Like, is he going to get way further than his brother who's been trying for so long, you know? And with a tackle Greedon, which yeah, I thought yeah. was insane. That was a cool read. Yeah. I yeah. thought it core broke a lot of things. Yeah. Do you know what was Especially mad about his not tackle a lot, Not a lot of steel either in this meta. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is that like, I think a lot of the time, right, people would, um, against What does the tackle pick up over the mud shot? So it, I, I honestly don't know. But it was better against Lucky Tongue for sure, and yeah. also I think against like Talon Flames or like other uh, players, just putting a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Gly- but yeah, against Gly- teams that would be running Annihilate, so you'd see that obviously they would be like, "Well, look, I've got Annihilate. It hard walls his tackle Greedon. There's yeah. no way he can bring it, and he'll bring it that first game." And they've got no proper answer to it because they're just making that assumption. And yeah. then second game, they're overcorrecting. So honestly, it's a bit like your Bastion. On <laughs> That's exactly you know, what it like, sounds like. Yeah, yeah they overcorrect second game it. and then it's nowhere to yeah. be seen. You know. Well, I mean, the thing is like, Luki Tongue is always used as a safe swap, especially because of Nihilate, made it even safer. And Tackle Greedon is just like one of mm-hmm. those things that perfectly counters it. And plus he always had the Shadow Sableye as well. So then he would like pair those two. So if there wasn't Annihilate, there was not really yeah, a lot yeah. that it could do once a Sableye came in. Well, yeah. And you got Zoom Roll, Shadow Gligar. Like it's yeah, just yeah. It's yeah. tough, tough to bring in. I like the team competition. It's really cool. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But and then, uh, Flame, um, yeah. so this guy was saying how it was bad Pokemon last week. Me? Yeah. Yeah, me. Bro, this guy. You, you, me? I don't remember. You were you were chatting about it was a long okay, podcast. was three hours. See, yeah, it was I still don't think it's bad, but yeah, um, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. The, the thing is, is that like so. Okay, the argument I was trying to make last week was that things like a slash and Talonflame, mm-hmm. they have a niche because 
there's nothing that does their job the same. And they've got the kind of coverage where even against their hardest counters, they've got some sort of play. Obviously, A slash is a bit more tricky because the hardest mm-hmm. counters are going to be something like Annihilate and you've really got to yeah, do yeah. like... No, I mean, according to a mind joke, like it's actually not that bad. So Hey, <laughs> he, he knows better than me, you know, so <laughs> it's probably true. But you know what? You saw that this weekend as well, where it's That's like... That's true. We did know, see uh, one knockout. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and the, uh, Talonflame being able to take out things like Azumarill or Whiskash in yeah. certain situations. Um and obviously you saw that like all like right throughout the finals. Um and then also some uh, some unfortunate mistakes with uh, overtapping incinerates as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you all that too. We can make this the the tea topic of the week too. Sure. I saw that this little tweet on Twitter about um this was a what Nessabethan versus um Arceus Aurelius, right? Yeah. Match where um Nessabethan was trying to switch. Mm-hmm. Well, there's like a sliver of room where how about I'll let Amanda describe the situation because she was actually there. Were you commentating this battle? No, no, I was watching okay. it because I was going to interview whoever when yeah, won the yeah. matchup. And to be honest, I mean it really looked like Nessabethan had it, mm-hmm. but he just yeah. uh yeah, what happened was he went to go switch into his Whiskash from his Talonflame, but he clicked in this area where it's right next to the box where the Whiskash is, but it's still registered as a fast attack. So it yeah. didn't end up doing it. So, of course, uh, he ended up swapping one too late, and it just gave Arceus Relius the energy that he needed as well to completely take out the Whiskash. And then the Talonflame came back in, but it was no longer, like, I think it was two Boosted, times yeah. buff before that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Mar- Marcus Arcus Aurelius, he said it himself too. He said nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100, even probably out of 1,000, like, Nesabethan had that matchup. He's like, <laughs> it's just that one, I just well, got really lucky. We were calling it plot armor, you know? It's like a when a, a video game character, like, seemingly just does seem to do well despite the odds. And it's like, this doesn't actually make sense to the storyline, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, Marcus had a couple strong, of those things going on. Lie, yeah, with the with the fly on the Reggie steel as well. Yeah. Uh, the, way, yeah. If Colin didn't throw that, he would have yeah. won the championship right there. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but again, that's that's kind of the way it is. It's a little bit of luck sometimes as well. And yeah, and honestly, capitalizing yeah. on your opponent's mistakes is a part of mm-hmm. like being good at the game as well. Do you know, what you I mean? can only it's play like as good well as good. you can. You know, like sometimes exactly, you're going to yeah. get countered all the way throughout or yeah. whatever even oh and then there was that one match which was a uh, oh it was like wolfpack against damon cash and wolfpack had him hard countered oh. like literally yeah, throughout the whole thing and yeah he literally had him hard countered like when it wait, let me see what their teams were because maybe it reminds me uh wolfpack and then and damon damon cash. cash yeah you know it must have been something like I can't even remember it. It was literally hard, hard counter, right? Yeah. And Damon was Cash managed to bring Manti? it back right at the end. But yeah. it was... But then he ended up throwing the last game because he yeah, uh, swapped in the, the Mantine to the Lantern. <laughs> That's yeah. uh, yeah. not much you can do to find a wing I mean, there. He still made it close, to be fair. But I, mean, yeah. I feel like someone else did this too. Uh, Zwilus won against someone where he was hard countered in the lead. And in the swap, he swapped yeah. in his charge bug, but I can't remember mm-hmm. who it is now. But he ended up winning that matchup, and I was like, "Man, I think that just shows don't give I up." I think it might have been against Tragic Comics, to be honest. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like you know what? Is it's all well and good um, uh, 
you're like your opponents can make mistakes but if you can't capitalize on the mistakes that's actually mm-hmm. the uh uh the skill right there so yep right yeah no yeah. definitely um also really solid run in third place <coughs> excuse me uh Let's catch see. thank you catch on 69 yeah uh, first ever top cut right i mean looking first at ever top cut yeah. first ever top cut looking at previous performances 65th in liverpool 97th at lil yeah. 49th UIC last year, 25th Lil, and then 33rd Lil the yep. first season too. So, and he uh, didn't drop a single game until he played against Colin Six in the winners finals. finals I, what, right? the, winners finals. In the winners finals. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and uh, he beat some impressive people. He he two o though, and then yeah. um, a few other people. I remember looking at the bracket. Like he was yeah, Stone Collection, I think as well. And like yeah, he was just going through names there. Yeah. Very impressive stuff. So, but he's like really like he's on the GBL leaderboards a lot and stuff. Oh, really? So I, yeah. So I think that he's like he's been a really good blind three format player, and then just trying to find his niche here in the show six. But I mean, yeah, he definitely found it this tournament. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think he's usually an ultra league player as well, which is maybe um. Oh, come yeah. find me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're in different regions, so it's kind of tough. Um. But yeah, what a what a great one for sure. What's the next one? It's another. There's another oh, European one. Is right? yeah. Utrecht. And is, that, yeah. that's, is this yeah, next week? No, no, no. That's that's it for this season. There's no more tournaments this season. Oh, so it's ended. Oh, Utrecht is the one that's like. Yeah. It bleeds over to the new season. Yeah, it's yeah. like where you can't use the new moves, but you can still use the new buffs. Which again, anyone who's listening, who's like you know managing this. There's, there's got to be a better way. There's yeah, got to be I a agree. better way. I, I don't want to, I don't want to watch a tournament, which, uh, it's the Broly tournament. You know what we were saying? Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Broly, yeah, it's, the standalone. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah, you ever seen Dragon Ball Z, Amanda? No. Yeah, no, I don't know okay. why I asked. I mean, you haven't seen Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. see Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> basically there's this there's this one character who's like quite popular, but he only ever appeared in these standalone movies which were not canon related to the, to the anime yeah. yeah yeah so it's like uh, this is what it feels like it feels and he's like he's been in like four or five yeah. movies too he's not yeah. like it's not like a one-off like he's been in so yeah, many yeah. of these he's like I a feel popular like character as well you know yeah um but yeah just it, you know has no relevance to the actual thing and i feel like this uh this regional will be the same thing where it's like how much of the regional can you really take and uh you know, get get some good information on how the season's actually going to play out when, you know, half of the moves you probably can't even use. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It was like, it's kind of a bummer that that happened because a lot of times the European ones are the very first ones within the new meta, which is cool because you, it's, you know, it's like caucuses. Iowa has a caucus and you kind of get to see the, the temperature <laughs> I'll, I'll, of the I don't know area, what Anna you know? it's just Explain what a caucus no is for our non-NA uh, yeah. uh, players. Yeah, or yeah like a caucus American is players. like... Um, when all the presidential candidates will come to like the state, okay, you know, and they'll kind of petition of why they think that they should be the president, basically, and then all the different regions. Um, <laughs> just based on what you just said, I was like, okay. <laughs> but the, it, all the states that do this, so you know, Iowa goes first, but then everyone's watching Iowa because they're saying like, "Ooh, who do they think is going to be like?" Yeah, the, this the is president. like the most popular every every. Uh... Well, I guess every four years, yep. 
I was the most popular state for a t- short time period because everyone's <laughs> like, it's a big swing. Like if you win Iowa, like, and I was kind of like a swing state too. Right. So like, it's it not, is, yeah. it's not like one-sided anyway, like uh, regards to which party you're in. But uh, if you win Iowa, you have a huge momentum going forward. And they have like a bunch of stats on this too. Like the, the odds of you winning, like the primary or whatever, if you win Iowa, uh, et cetera, is like exponentially higher, I think. So yeah. So uh, I feel like that with the European regionals, it's like we're usually the first one within the new meta. So then people are trying out stuff and they're like, okay, this Pokemon's really good. And But now that it's like this half split thing, it's really difficult because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to be able to use a lot of the things. And yeah. 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 And then it's like, you can't really start. I mean, obviously it depends on when they make the announcements. Um, you know, so maybe you can start team building three or four days before, but you can't practice with any of the models. Yeah, and true. then the day before, um, you'll finally find out about any relevant energy changes. Is it energy yep. or damage that they don't announce? Uh, it's, it's usually, right? I think they don't, oh. yeah, they don't say I energy, they, they energy. say damage, but they don't, yeah, say yeah, yeah. So, like, any relevant energy, energy yeah. changes, and if anything, I'm not gonna lie. The energy changes are probably more significant than the damage changes, realistically. Yeah. That can really uh, like bolster a move or not. Well, so like the day before, you're going to find yeah. out about those. And then you have a day to practice with them. And then also, it's like the day before, you have to, you still have to lock in like uh, that evening, right? Your team. I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's the day before. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah. really, really making that Friday like super yeah. important for. You know, I guess if you're traveling down, you probably don't even want to be traveling on the Friday. You probably want to come on the Thursday. Or- and it's hard for people like who are still trying to get their championship points and stuff as well, yeah. because it's uh, you can't really prepare for this tournament in the same way that you could really like do your homework yeah. and study, you know, your counts and your movesets <laughs> and stuff. So, and yeah, also I, it's I, I get to be that. a huge tournament as well. Because yeah, well, think- it's a special event and all the special mm-hmm. events are usually for better or worse, like huge registration numbers. Yeah. And so... I think that that, yeah, that changes things a little bit because it's free to to sign up for. Mm-hmm. But I think if we consider last year, so last year, obviously they, uh, uh, I think that to be honest, that was probably one of the last events where they like didn't fix the the bracket thing and had loads mm-hmm. of no, no seeding. Yeah. Yeah. There was like Snorek who made round four from poland <laughs> yeah exactly and, uh, honestly he probably would have like this season he probably would have got championship points for it as well which is kind of wild so um yeah like for how far he got yeah. um but um yeah like considering last season if you take out all the people who didn't show up there was still a really significant amount of people i think like yeah yeah there was definitely like 40. yeah we had a top 16 i'm pretty sure yeah. for it yeah, so yeah, and yeah, yeah. And so I imagine this year, so apparently at the moment, the numbers are around 200, maybe a bit more than 200. Mm -hmm. I think we'll still see maybe about 160 minimum. I think so too. I mean, this this season has like grown a lot. I mean, even Dortmund, which was like one of our smaller ones, was still over 100 people and everything. And so. Yeah. Yeah. I almost hit that top 16 cut too. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm curious of your opinion, your guys' opinion of this, but a lot of players are saying that they think that there should be like a penalty for no shows at special events because it does screw up a lot of these bracket. Like some people were saying, uh, yeah, I got kicked out after round two, but someone who wasn't even here got made all the way to round. I think it was three or something. And this was even this year 
in Barcelona. So yeah, yeah I, I don't I think, think there should be a penalty to, though. Because yeah, I think like, they just if, need to like work the bracket better. It's yeah, tough, I think that's what though. they're trying to do now, though, with the seating a little bit. But yeah. of course, if you look, still don't know is, if someone's not going to be there, yeah. Then, but I mean, I, th- yeah. I feel like I f- okay. So obviously, they're doing the brackets now a bit too in advance. Let's say on the Wednesday and it, yeah. But there's still um, there's still a check-in process, right? You still have to check in something. Yep. Yeah. You have to have a team so registered, I believe, as well. You, you have to have okay, so a team time. registered, but then there's some sort of so it's like surely once you get the check-in. Yeah, if anyone's not there at check-in, I understand that they want to keep people on the bracket just in case someone shows up last minute and they give them yep. like a, a match loss and, you know, uh, let them carry on with the tournament. That's fine, yeah. But I feel like, you know, whatever whatever check-in process you're doing, you should probably go off that and be like, well, this person's obviously here now. And so we won't put them on the lower half of the bracket with all the people who are likely not here. And then you won't get that issue. And I imagine that's probably something they're looking into now because, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't, it's going to be really obvious on stream. And it's, uh, it's not going to look good for uh, the event in general. But I don't think it's that hard to, to solve. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not involved a lot in the behind the scenes stuff, but yeah, it, it was kind of disappointing seeing that, the, oh yeah, there's so many people at this event and then really having the number yeah. like really diminished. But at the same point, I think yeah. the game is think, just continuing to grow. I think it was a shame mainly because um, because there was a cap on the registrations and it hit yep. the registration cap. So that yep. was a bit of a shame because it was like, you know, like if you don't want to show up, cool. But if you don't show up and then you take someone's place, then it's a bit, it feels a bit bad, you know? Yeah. Um, mm. Whereas here, like there's, there doesn't seem to be any sort of cap or like any significant cap at least. Um, yeah. and again they can just make the bracket beforehand to reflect that you know if someone shows up last minute and then they have to you know be sitting in the area of buys like it's not really a problem you know yeah yeah that's true i think part of it's also like um i'm not a big fan of punishing people for it because then you you want to incentivize people to go to these events right i think part sure. of it's just growing the game enough that like everyone that signs up is actually going, right? Mm-hmm. For, like, VGC and TCG, like, the tickets are, like, they're not even booking hotels and flights before, like, like for example, EYC tickets go out because there's a good chance that they might even get a ticket, right, because they sell that quick, true, true, whereas true. Go's not really at that point, too. So, um, I think it's we're gonna getting It's going to be there. so cool. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. so cool when we get there. Like, I mean, I was looking at the, when we were at LAIC and how they're flying in competitors, that are on the top of the leaderboard to compete is like oh that's going to be so cool when we can get go to that stage when there's enough competitors that say hey top of the leaderboard you get to come to these different countries it's a yeah. it's a big incentive i think yeah i think yeah. next season is going to be huge like next uh championship season mm-hmm. because one you'll have locals right off the bat in every mm-hmm. region um most of these locals as well would have had a lot of time to or like most of the communities would have had a lot of time to you know set up their locals during this season and so from next season it will be like well you know there's there's no extra work needed like everyone knows what to do you know all this sort of stuff and i think already this season you're seeing a lot of people attend when they've got some championship points from locals being like well you know what it's not even it's not even that much more that I need to maybe, you know, push myself a little further. Maybe I'll go to another event. Yeah, Um, exactly. And we're definitely seeing it. So I was saying like um, after Melbourne last weekend, um, there's only one regional left in Australia, which is Perth. And Perth is usually known for, you know, like I said, I told you how much it costs to go there. So nobody goes. And, you know, it's usually like 20 people, 
uh, and unfortunately, feels like a joke regional, you know. Um, fortunately, one of the winners of the joke regional is actually a super good player, and Avrip got like you know day two of worlds. So yeah, um, uh, you know, joke regional, not necessarily joke players. However, this um... is it a joke regional if there's no joke players? <laughs> <laughs> well, not What's necessarily joke? all joke players. <laughs> you know, um, but like this season, um, you know, a lot of people were saying after Melbourne, they were like, well, you know what, it just might be worth me flying over to Perth yeah. and actually competing. Because they lowered, the, lost they lowered the threshold for yeah. championship points and now exactly. they have locals. And then so. If you have like a challenge and a cup at the same weekend as well, um, mm -hmm. then it's like, you know, one journey or one weekend just to like gather up as many championship points as possible. And, you know, you might see Perth, which like I said, was, uh, a, you know, nobody attends this regional turn into, uh, you know, maybe a relatively significant regional. So, um, yeah, I, I did get word from uh, Jakovic that he would not be competing at Perth. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Uh, rightly so. Yeah, <laughs> rightly <He's>... so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he needs to he needs, he needs to leave some sauce for everyone else. You know, nah, I mean? dude. I mean, he could be the first ever three time regional in one season. Yes, yeah, and then you'll actually mention it on stream. Yeah, I would. Yeah, no. <laughs> pass that along to him. I'll, I'll mention him on stream then. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. either way, if he changes his mind, he shouldn't feel any uh, bad about it at all. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Okay. Look, I, I, the thing if is, you can't beat him at a, if you can't beat him at a joke regional, you ain't gonna beat him at Worlds, right? <laughs> Saving you the money, the trip to Hawaii at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, nah, no, nobody would put it past him if he went, because again, it's you know, like you said, you have to beat the best to to, to feel like you're worthy of competing. And if yeah, yeah if you can't, yeah. then that's on you, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but. Yeah, honestly, there's like I was, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but there's some competitors who are competing who are from the Perth area, um, who I know are actually good players who haven't competed in the last couple of years. Um, and I'm quite excited to see how they do because, um, yeah, these are these are like these are competitors where I feel like they're within the top um, bracket of Australian players. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really excited, and their names aren't really quite known yet. So, right, right, right. Uh, really excited to see how they do. Uh, I got a question for you, Amanda. As we're wrapping this up, maybe I'll ask Anchor this as well. But Anchor, I guess you both might be biased. Everyone's biased to a degree. In your mind, who's the best uh, European player? Oh, right boy. now, only choose uh, one. You as well, Anchor. Although Anchor is probably yeah, gonna name I some D and Pizza honestly, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I think it has to be Colin Six right now. Oh, so I was gonna say as well. Yeah, yeah, he's and really it, good. Consistency. Yeah, it, and he proved it this weekend, where it was like he was on the cusp of being a two-time regional winner. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, I'll have to look at his like record again, but I think he's uh this season in general he's been quite um consistent. Yeah, I think he had one other top cut. Man, that I kills me. He's the uh, only person okay, so with COII. Yeah. Um, but uh, not amazing a good answer. But he had a yeah, he had a top cut at Lille. But I think yeah, I think um, these last few months he's uh, he's kind of proven himself to be like one of the most consistent players in Europe yeah. at the moment. There's there's this big joke with the inadequance and and toe tactical where they're like, you know, who's the best Dutch battler because it, they're like they're probably the most well known. And then yeah. now it becomes to a point where everyone's like, 
um, Colin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Performance wise, yeah. he definitely is uh, performing, outperforming them for sure. I mean, he might attend yeah. a few more than them, but uh, that's fine too. Um, is he close to the top of the leaderboard? I he's got to be now for sure. I mean, right? Because, uh, well, I don't think they have the, uh, they might not have factored in Dortmund this yet. This one yet. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But, that's true. Yeah, no, he's uh he's also pretty calm and collected too when he plays, which is yeah. I mean, he's yeah, he's not a man of many words, but to, what he says is pretty impactful. And I I do think yeah, which is very funny yeah. in juxtaposition to Arcus Aurelius yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when next to each other. <laughs> when Marcus is talking about how good everyone, and then Colin's like, "I think you're good too, Marcus." Like that was just like his whole statement. I, it made me laugh. <laughs> uh, so looking at the leaderboard, it seems like Pataman would still be top um okay. assuming yeah assuming that they haven't added the points um but he may be he may be second yeah mm. it's possible he's second and pataman's just top yeah so still pretty Sounds good like i don't think colin's been to many um locals to be honest i think he's i know been he's played one. a couple of them i think because uh, yeah. the Netherlands has quite a few, and yeah. so he's played in a couple. I, I, of I always like, see it's like Stan, yeah. Martin, though Triptando. There seem to be like the only four people going to these locals, yeah, yeah. and then um. But the, yeah, the, yeah, I mean, like, they're I, like I, all I good players too, right? So I wouldn't say yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, no, no, local no, by any means. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just like it seems like them four are the ones that like really. Dude, Stadisan has been super consistent too. Wait, what is that? Was Stadisan at this one? Yeah, yeah, he qualified he for Worlds. There. He didn't make day two, but he, I think he got like 60 points. And he oh, was only okay. three away um, yeah. from Worlds or something after like the latest challenge that he won. I'm looking at his record from this season. It's 33rd at Lille, 9th at Gdansk, 7th at Stuttgart, 5th at Liverpool. So constantly moving up. Maybe not after this this weekend, but still. Definitely one of the most consistent players, I would yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually, I really love the adding of championship points because I think it's kind of cool to see, oh, these people are qualified now. And I think, okay, maybe it's not a lot of championship points, but I think that's almost a good thing because it gives a lot of players incentive because then they're saying like, oh, it's not that hard. Like it's, we're not even like halfway through the season yet. We haven't even had EUIC with all the big points and all these players are already qualified. I could try to do that next year. And I think that that's like a a good mentality I think they have. Yeah, for sure. I mean, something I'm really curious about, uh, especially from our listeners too, so maybe comment down below if this resonates with you. But what I'm wondering is because we're seeing increased participation in all these regionals from 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 compared to last season, right? At pretty much every repeat regional and just in general, the participation rate's gone up uh, across the world. What I'm curious about is, are you more in like are you more inclined to compete because championship points are now the qualification metric, rather than need to get like top two at regional or top four at international? So that's something I'm really curious about because we're seeing increased participation. Maybe more people just get into PvP. That's also a possibility, but yeah. I'm curious if championship points are driving that too. Me personally, I think, I think it's so. got to be a little bit right. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I mean, for me personally, if I wasn't casting and I was competing, I'm a uh, I, I know that I'm a decent battler, but I'm probably actually not not good enough to be getting first or second at a regional. So mm -hmm. it maybe takes away a little bit of that incentive. But I do love like locals, like I love like actual in person tournaments. So yeah. I would probably still go to them. Yeah. Um, but now having championship points, be like okay. But even if I don't do amazing, if I attend enough of them, if I go to these different mm -hmm. things, I can that will still add up. 
right, right, time. Yeah. I know a lot of players, like, they'll go into tournaments and even getting something like 60 or 80 points from the actual tournament, they'll be like, well, this was worth me coming. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And that's probably not even top cup, but it's like, oh, well, it already feels like a performance that I'm happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm I'm curious too, but I think that is those are definitely just good factors. And it seems like a lot of people at the top of the leaderboard are still chasing that. Yeah, yeah, the they want that too. travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them seem like they got the travel board locked yeah. in, but they're still chasing for it too. Which is hey, that's that's uh that's fine by me too. More more tough competitors in uh, mm-hmm. every tournament. Um, before we wrap this up too, what are kind of some well, I, something I'm curious about actually before we get into this next thing I was going to ask is uh, what's your kind of what's your future plan, right? Are you into like, are you mostly into Go commentary or are you trying to do like commentary for like other games down the road or like where's your mind at on this? Yeah, stuff? I mean, for the most part, I'm just interested in Go. I guess if there was any other one that I would be have any potential interest in, it would be Unite just because that seems like a fun group to get into you know you see them at the ICs and at worlds and they're like just they're nuts right and so it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah that seems like a fun fun crew but um yeah i i like commentating go a lot but it's also because again i know the players and i know the game pretty well mm-hmm. and like i said before i'm not really a gamer so i don't have it in me to really want to go out and study like a bunch of like new games right, to have right, the, right. the knowledge and wherewithal to add some actual context to to those games so yeah, yeah, you're stuck with me with Go. Sorry, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, listeners, if you don't like me. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I don't think we've ever commentated together, actually. No, that's true. That's true. Um, no, we did. We did commentate. We commentate Adelion and Speedy's. Oh, matches. you're right. Yeah, at EUIC on the pre-show. Briefly, yeah, yeah it was like that. all Shadow yeah, Showdown yeah. something. Yeah, and Speedy got stomped. He did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah. So that was uh, that was the only time. I joke. Yeah. I don't know if this is true or not. I joke. I'm just like it's too much diversity on the screen at once. <laughs> <laughs> I I made that same joke once as well. So. <laughs> Love to see if it's that's yeah. really Daniel's thoughts. I will, <laughs> I will change my mind if I'm ever casting a Mark Sun, you or Softo. But until then, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like we got too many Asians on. <laughs> let's, let's that's a up. good uh, a good amount of Asians casting though, if you think about it. That's nice. Yeah, I know Aaron Zane and um Necro always cast together in a lot of these tournaments, especially at Worlds. So mm-hmm. But I also think like it, it might be by chance, but like Aaron, in my opinion, is the best um, like knowledgeable caster. And yeah, that's why he always does grand. Like yeah, so it's like the play they're, play, they're yeah. like kind of the two best casters just in general. So yeah. mm-hmm. they complement each other maybe, well as yeah, well. Because yeah, Snickers like very play by play. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, we yeah. both just have to be the best of the best, then, Amanda. All right, that's we'll my there. goal. I mean, there was the big joke. I'm a, um, it's Axon's mom's favorite caster, and I'm also um, Emmy Weedle's mom's favorite caster. So that's in my Twitter bio. You can't preface moms. it as a joke, right? You have to preface it as truth. <laughs> that's true, but it, it makes yeah. it look like I'm saying I'm the favorite caster of two world champions, and then it's like, moms. <laughs> <laughs> uh fair what about what's about dancing rob you gotta get that one on too yeah 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 i gotta lock her down there too yeah yeah yeah, holding down 
Um, I know that uh, you used to run a podcast with Inadequance. Slash yeah, Warframe. yeah. Uh, so what's the situation there? Because you're giving us a little teaser before. We yes, yeah. So we're we're gonna start up the podcast again um, with a little bit of a rebrand as well. And so we were toying with a couple of names, and we landed oh, let's on. Oh, Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, okay. wait, hold on, hold on. Give us the different options you all thought about, and me and Ancor picked the best one, and then you tell me what you landed <laughs> okay, on yeah, to yeah. see if like we're on the same page, right? Because we don't like because okay. well, if you're if you're giving to us, and then maybe our audience can figure it out too, right? So they don't they're not influenced too, right? You listen sure, to them, okay, you're thinking something. We, we didn't really think too hard about it, and well, we landed. It, it hasn't, on, it hasn't okay, been okay. rebooted, rebranded yet, right? Sure. So okay, so change, you can. Right? St- yeah. All right, all right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay, all right. So, so our original thought was because it was originally the the Stadium Cast podcast, but now Go Stadium isn't really a thing anymore, and we didn't want to have anything now that was like infringing on Pokemon copyright, you know, because like we had right. like the idea of earlier of like the crib brawlers and the champions, but then you can't really do too much with that outside of like non official stuff, yeah. And so we're like, okay, what can we do? What can we do? And uh, you know, we're trying to think of things within Pokemon that are that are associated with Pokemon Go but doesn't okay. specifically say Pokemon Go or Pokemon anything. Right. And uh, I came up with something with the, the tap tap, like tap tap. Okay. So, so well, we're trying tap, to think of is, like, is the name. Yeah, we're, we're, so well, then we were, and then well, give us all the options. Yeah. yeah okay. So then the technical came up with the, the tap tap yappers. Tap tap yappers. All and right. then I was like, or the tap tap yap yap. <laughs> Then, okay. Uh, <laughs> Tell me there's other options. Enough people were like that they didn't like the tap tap yap. They didn't like the yap portion of it. So we just, as of now, we're just like the tap tap cast. This is it. This is this yep, is this is just yeah, this is this is what tap, we landed tap, on. It's called tap tap cast. The tap tap cast. Yeah. The tap tap cast. So we're talking about P- Pokemon. PvP related. It's going to have a similar theme of what we did before. Kind of like what you guys are doing too. Talking with community. Talking with PvPers. What's going on? Yeah, no, I enjoyed the content from the um, from the the previous previous iteration. The tap tap cast. What do you think about that? Like it's 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 like very neutral. Do you know what I mean? And um, you know, I feel like uh, oh yeah, just listen to tap tap cast. The tap tap, tap tap. Yeah. So something oh, I yeah. Have you I, seen uh, the new tap tap episode? You seen the new tap? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it won't no, get you're, you're, the TTC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there's like three T's, uh... right? Yeah, yeah. So, so oh, something yeah. I heard on um this one guy, his name's Devin Nash. He does a lot of content on like social media and engagement, and everything, and marketing. And uh, what he said is the best brands, whether you're like an individual streamer or like a company or a group, whatever. The best names are ones that are two or three syllables. Think about okay. like think about streamers, you know. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Think think about some big streamers. Like okay, here's a good example. Martel Galde, right? That's four syllables. Mm-hmm. No one ever says I'm tuned into Martel Galde stream. They always say I'm tuned into Martel stream. Two syllables. True, right? true. Right? Um yeah. what's uh what's another Throw tactical. Yeah. But, tone, we call them, to but we just call them throw. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, not by I'm tuning to throw textual stream. Man. It's too it's but anything with three syllables is fine, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so just tap tap cast then. Inadequate, like no one's yeah. gonna say I'm tuned to in ad stream, right? It's fine because <laughs> yeah. inadequate is yeah. only three words, right? At three yeah, syllables, yeah. it's fine. So 
My recommendation is... I feel is, like that's not inadequate. Yeah, that's four. Yeah, yeah. I oh, think you're it wrong, yeah. That might be an exception to a rule, but I don't know. <laughs> in ad also yeah. sounds kind of weird. Well, yeah. that's maybe like a lot of people call Mark time, right? That's yeah, everyone calls. I, but this is yeah. what I do with in-game names with people. If their in-game name is longer than their real name, then I call them by their real name yeah. usually. Or, Speediest yeah. Chief. No one yeah. really says Speedy Chief. They just say Speedy, right? Yep. Easier. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Two old butters. I'm, I'm screwed either way because I'm Lundberger and I'm Amanda, so it's the same uh, syllables yeah. across the board. Yes, yeah, <laughs> But but the podcast name is not set yet, so that's true. All it could I'm just be tap tap. Tap, 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 the tap tap or tap tap cast. Yeah, it's, it's that's a good. Uh, tap, tap, I think thanks, the, the thanks for the free marketing. Okay, yeah, just I think tap the, tap the, cast. Doesn't need to be there. Yeah, yeah. Because you can always you can say like I'm a host on the tap tap cast, right? Yeah, you don't have to. But it doesn't need to be. Yeah, but it doesn't be the title. Title could be tap tap cast. All right. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I'm sold on the name particularly, but I'm just saying. You come up with something better. Let us know. Yeah. Under. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it's kind of clever because everyone who plays Pokemon Go knows that it's like a that people call the tap tap game, you know, and so it's not really, but it's kind of playing into the. I mean, if you really want to rip off and. A podcast name you could name yourselves the Battle Dogs. <laughs> oh, well, I had that joke with Zionic when I, we were like the Saddle Rats. <laughs> the, what? the Saddle Rats? Did I ever the show you that Saddle Rats? Wait, yeah, oh, the, oh yes, Zionic I do remember I were... that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Saddle Rats. That's funny. Tap tap cast. Okay, well, we'll be on the lookout too. Yeah, you'll see same... on it, and then you'll be like, "Dang, that's really good." You're, you're, you guys. Uh... <sighs> You guys are going to come around. I know it. <laughs> I, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I still didn't. Um, there was, uh, I mean, I guess it's not really secret info anymore because I don't think it's ever going to happen. But uh, remember when Go Team Up was the thing, like uh, the team format from Go Stadium? Mm -hmm. uh, there was uh, talks of rebranding it. They were going to rebrand the name to Tetra. Stupidest mm, idea I've okay. ever heard. <laughs> Like, that like, sounds go like a very up. Twitter X yeah. sort of thing, you know what I mean? Do, well, yeah, <laughs> like, like, Go State already had, or State, or sorry, Go Team Up was already a good enough brand. Everyone knew it. And yeah. I don't know why, like, a pe bunch of people from Stadium were really sold. Palmer's always won them too, right? And I, I would be on his case all the time, right? About how it was a stupid <laughs> idea don't to rebrand. Yeah, why yeah. do you need to rebrand it, right? No one's telling yeah. you you need to rebrand. You already have this. You're already competing against still factions at a time that had way more participation. Why rebrand it when you already had a format that people are already familiar with? When you're already getting out, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? Outmatched in terms of marketing from still yeah, factions. Yeah. And you're going to change the name to Tetra for what, right? Like, focus on the format, focus on the marketing, don't change the name, right? Like, that's crazy to me. And uh, I remember he posted in our team chat once, he's like, oh, like, you know, yeah, uh, like, Tetra's coming back soon. And then, like, Auburn's like, what the heck is Tetra? And Palmer's <laughs> always like, he's like, Auburn, please. I'm like, what do you mean, Auburn, please? No one knows what the heck this is. What are you begging them for? Like, how could you blame them for not knowing this thing that's not even been existing, rebranding out of nowhere? Like, I still... I to this day I do not understand. This is where groupthink is super dangerous because I'm sure a bunch of people within say were like, "Oh yeah, that sounds cool. This is a great idea." They did not workshop this with anyone outside of them. That and sounds then, so like corporate as well, where they're like, "Yeah, we need a new uh, yeah new yeah let's call our social media platform. Let's call our platform Meta, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's rename our whole brand X." <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah no yeah they're trying to make it tetra anyway so like all the more or less stories it never grew on me 
So. <laughs> Uh, All right, but we'll, we'll see for sure. I, I appreciate the the free advice though, for the the three syllable welcome. thing. I think that is pretty true. So. Three three or under three or two yeah. is is what yeah. I heard is like kind of the golden rule. Uh, I guess inadequacy is the one exception to that rule, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's that's usually how it is. Uh, anyway, um, that's all the questions I have. Do you have any other questions, Anacor? Um, no, not really. I do have some final plugs before we sign off. If okay, what's up? Yeah. What's, what's I, I also want to plug. I also want to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Awesome. Amanda, this this new awesome podcast that, uh, yeah. that Martin and I are coming out with. Tap tap cast. The tap yeah. tap tap yeah. cast yeah. could also end up being battle dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's yeah. something highly competitive yeah. here. TTTC. <laughs> yeah. But also, um, I have a YouTube as well where I just I put out some content with some of the places that I travel to of what it's like to play Pokemon Go in those areas and also kind of the vlogs of the different play Pokemon. You understand the struggle now, right? Yeah. Oh my god. The the, yeah. the the amount of time and effort it takes to film a vlog, yes. and you get only one percent the views of a GBL video that'll take you like yeah, five exactly, minutes to make. Exactly. It's so sad, but at the same point, it's the, the type of videos that I find the most interesting. So I'm hoping that they catch on as well. Yeah, but yeah, that's on at Lundberg Pogo right. on YouTube. So I stopped check them out for that same reason. Yeah. So what is that Lundberger Pogo? Do you have another one that's just Lundberger? Because I, I was like... On my Twitter, it's just Lundberger. But Lundberger was already taken in like on, on, YouTube, YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah, so I was like, okay, Lundberger Pogo makes who, who the next logical now? sense. I don't know. I'm going to take him out by the knees. Because <laughs> yeah, they got your face on there as well. So, uh... <laughs> they got your face on there? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, that's how my daddy this Lundberger is, is, is not Lundberger Pogo. But... Yeah. Right. That's, oh, wild. that's wild. That's <laughs> wild. Um, what, what's your, what's your plug, Anacor? Oh, okay. So this weekend, um, so, you know, it's like I said, it's end of the season. There's no more events. However, you know, I've been, uh, speaking about this, uh, in previous episodes, but, uh, we've been doing the Asia Pacific championships over this season. And, um, last week or yeah, last week was the final week for, um, pretty much all the regions. And, uh, you know, we now have the top uh, players from each of the regions and they'll be competing this Sunday, Asia time. So I believe it translates to like 4 a.m. GMT, probably a bit late in uh, in uh, US time zones. But again, it's going to be a live tournament. So, you know, maybe you'll catch some of the later rounds. But um, we will be streaming on YouTube this tournament. Um and it should be uh, slash APC underscore Pogo. So it uh, won't be too hard to find. I'm going to be putting out like bare promotion and stuff as well in it. So like people will see it. But um, now, why should you tune in? There's the question. Well, one, no more events this season, right? Okay. Number yeah. two, these are... So, you know, we don't often get to see Asian players uh, play on live stream because obviously all the CPC regions... What time is uh, it again? All remote turn What time of day? Um, it's starting at 4 a.m. GMT. But obviously it's a, it's a double elimination bracket. But on Saturday? Like around 20, 22 players. So yeah, it'll be Saturday for you lot. Yeah. Um, mm. Oh, it'll be like 4 a.m. GMT Sunday. So it'll be oh, okay, okay. probably gotcha, gotcha. late night Saturday for, for you lot on the uh, right, 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 West right. Coast. Um, but yeah, we don't often get to see Asian players play. Um, and you know, this will be, this is not any like weird, um, like format or anything like that. This is 
you know, the the championship series format, show six, pick three, OGL, like everything you're used to from a normal regional, double elimination as well. Um, but a lot of players, which like I said, you know, you wouldn't usually get to see. So just, I'm going to, I'm going to read off a few names of the people who've come first in their particular region, right? So in Japan, um, we had Pokemon Maker who came first. So maybe you might know them as Akira on Twitter, but um, generally, especially if you're like a first place leaderboarder, you're going to know of them. If you ever watch GBLA streams, they competed in many GBLAs as well. Um, so, you know, exciting to see them um, from Japan. From Indonesia is Mini Koki. Now, I don't know too much about him, um, but... I'll be diving into a lot of the information about the Indonesian players. Personally, mm. I, I have like a bit of a lack of knowledge on the Indonesian players, um, but it's something that I'm uh, going to work to build up on. But, um, you know, they went 16 and three throughout the season. So, you know, obviously a, a really accomplished player. Um, in the APAC bracket, we actually had Yekai come first. So I'm, I'm sure many people know Yekai. Qualified for Worlds last season. I think he's not even 18 yet. I think he's maybe like 16, 17 um amanda you might have met him last year at worlds i'm trying to think i think i did he go to the social he was at at the social yeah Yeah, yeah, i think i did um Hmm. and um you know yekai uh incredibly consistent gbl wise i think he's hit first on the gbl leaderboard twice this season which is like super impressive so you know a really really good player but what's really interesting about his run this season is actually during the first month so like that's around the first six to eight games he was actually in the relegation zone and then he switched something up after that and just went really consistent throughout the rest of the season um and ended up in first place so um super impressive there um for the oceana region rick flerion actually ended up as first and again you know anyone familiar with the australian battlers will know him anyone who's watched worlds will know him as well and actually little fact here the first pioneer of powder slash uh, powder snow a slash hmm. yeah he used it at worlds and nobody was using it at that point and only right. you know around the beginning of the season people were just like oh it has a better, better lick tongue matchup has a better something else matchup. Like our matchups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, um, you know, the first pioneer of uh, Powder Snow A-Slash. And then finally, for the Indian bracket, we have Nava Empire, who came first. And Nava was the first Indian battler to reach number one on the leaderboard, I believe. And it was like, it was like a famous sort of thing because they were like, they finally gotten rid of the American bias on the sneaks and denies so um you know these are just like five of the players who are competing there's around like I said roughly 20 players um and you know the skill level is going to be really high so you know anyone who's looking for something to watch this weekend there's no regional stream uh please tune in I you know it's going to be a going to be a great uh thing to watch in my opinion yeah okay yeah we'll see Very how cool. it goes there's a there's a stream for our local Go Sentinel Tour Go Cup as well mm. on Friday. Uh, that'll be sometime around seven or eight p.m. Pacific. So, what's the signups for that at the moment? Like, how many players? Uh, I don't know. They have like probably over thirty plus or something. Okay. I think the cap is fifty something. So, it's like a 
It's like an Australia regional. <laughs> <laughs> no fault to Australia because they they cap you all right at a certain limit. But yeah, um, yeah. I think it's, it's going to be Swiss with a top cut stage as well. So it could be okay. could be interesting. Could be interesting. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. I'm so competing. that's your that's your viewing content for this weekend. You got yep. LA Go Cup, which on is on uh, Team Rockets Saturday. PvP. I think on Twitch. Okay. Let me double check that for you. But yeah. I think it's or Team Rocket Academy, maybe. Uh, let's see. No, that's not it. Team Rocket something. Just giving uh, them free traffic for <laughs> Team Rocket PvP. <laughs> reason. Team Rocket PvP is the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. So yeah, Team watch Rocket. that on the Friday slash Saturday, and then you got the APC on the Saturday slash Sunday. So. Yeah. And 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 in between, feel free to just check out my YouTube and just watch those videos. <laughs> just put them on in the background right. for the extra yeah, clicks and views. No Perfect, guys. This is this weekend. <laughs> yeah. You got everything. What a trio. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people out there were worried. They were like, no more regionals. What am I going to do the next few weeks? Well, we got you covered. Yeah. Well, we also have the Sino Go Tour as well. In LA, oh, yeah. yeah. So That's going to be big. You're going to be here. Yeah. Uh yeah, that'll be that'll be a fun time. Uh anyway, thank you all uh for thank you Amanda for joining us. Yeah, of course. Thanks episode. for the invite. It's been fun. Yeah, maybe we'll have you back on uh after your after your first ever tournament competition. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, after I win my first regional, then yeah, yeah. Just, so we can win the You yeah. know, here's the thing, right? To incentivize to to help convince your partner that you should go to EUIC, right? If mm-hmm. you're not commentating it, is you gotta tell them you're like there's gonna be a man dressed up as Missy yeah. cosplay, and he's gonna have blonde Short hair as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's gonna be wearing an orange wig, right? Gonna <laughs> have hairy legs, right? Wearing <laughs> these short shorts, and you gotta take a photo with him. Uh, so uh, yeah. something to look I, out if for. If that doesn't convince him, I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for joining, yeah. and uh, we'll catch you all next time. Peace. Yep. Stuck to this.